shiny, shiny, shiny head of leather. James Whale on Talk Radio. Uh, right, I think we're finished now. Ian Lees have come through the door. Uh, I was going to do he some has, of our... He, um, he just has 14 so, pints on a quiet night. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't mess uh, about. There's mess a lot about. of people very upset about us burning in hell, but I, please don't worry about it. Ash comes to terms with it. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Ian yeah. will see us down there. Place to be. Who's yeah. telling anyone? Oh, no, I banned no, him. He's name of speech, but, uh, James. Well, the thing is, he phoned, he says, I'm never phoning you again. Then he phones up and yeah, he just that, talks he and that, then yeah. hangs up. Yeah. But he walks, he's, he's in London now, he walks around with placards saying, you know, uh, the end is nine and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But fine, oh. I mean, I don't mind him coming on. Someone's got to be right. Well, well there right. is that yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah. it, if it's him, right, yeah. who'd want to hang out for all eternity with people like Ken from Newcastle? Yeah, no, you're Ken. absolutely right. But oh, as I don't believe point. any of it... Uh, they can be as insulting as they like, and, uh, they'll just have to accept the fact that, uh, they're probably all very wrong. Yeah. And we'll just go back into dust, go back into filling up the rest I of the... I bet in heaven no, no, there's so person, much no. gay action going on. Well, I bet it's full of it. I'm oh, up yeah, for there's it. the heaven, isn't it, down the road? The, the, the nightclub, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it, where, it, where it came from. Is that why it's called time. heaven? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. um, oh, someone right. died and came back to life and they had a good time. I didn't know that. Anyway, yeah. I'm not fussed. Uh, one way or the other, you know, who knows. Uh, we might be back tomorrow at uh, well, 7 o'clock. not be. Why? Burn well, an asteroid might have hit the Earth and we might all be dust. Oh, gosh. In the universe. Do you know, that is a really good I mean, point, isn't it? That is a really good yeah. point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Uh, Miss Ian Lee is here next, and then it's Paul depressing. Ross, who's been wandering around looking a bit lost. <laughs> but we'll be back, Caterie's. Yeah. We'll be back, Caterie's Paribus. Oh, for goodness sake. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You who are on the road must have a code that you can live by and so become yourself because the past is just a goodbye teach your children well their father's hell did slowly go by and be them on your dreams, the one they fix, the one you know by. Don't you ever ask them why, if they told you you would cry, so just look at them and sigh. Teach your parents well 
children's hell will slowly go by and feed them on your dreams. The one they fix, the one you know by. Don't you ever ask them why? If they told you, you would cry. So just look at them and sigh. Why does life There we go, Crosby, Stills, Nash. Now, is Young part of that? I can't remember, guys. I can't keep track of those guys. And uh, I just cannot tell you whether Young is part of them or not. I've just finished my second, my second book about Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young that I'm reading. I've not, I've not written two books about CSMY. That would be nuts. And uh, Man Alive... There's too much cocaine in the world. That's what I've got from that book. There is, there is those books. There is too much cocaine in the world. The most useless drug of all time. Good evening. I am Ian Lee. This is the late night, uh, alternative. Mondays to Fridays, 10 o'clock. DIB. Oh, you know. If you want to give us a call, 03444991000 is the telephone number. You can give us a call about absolutely anything uh, that you want to. Anything you want. I'm feeling... Um, I'm feeling powerful today because you know what? I spent pretty much the whole day, the whole darn day in bed. Pretty much the whole day. I woke up late, um, got up, fed the cats, went back to bed... Red in bed, did a little Twitch stream in bed, got up because I had to go and do some stuff, like invoices. I had to invoice for, I write this column for Retro Gamer. I can't do invoices. I, uh, this is out of my, I'm an artist. I'm not an invoicist. And this is out of my, my sphere. And I, I, I was invoicing for three things, so I sent an invoice. And they said, oh no, you've got to put this nut, this code on there. We can't accept it without the codes. I was like, okay, so I put the codes on it. And then they said, no, 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 no. You have to do three separate invoice, invoice, oh jeez. And it was boring for me. So why the hell am I telling you about it? But that was too much for me. I did that, uh, paid some bills, and then I went back to bed. And the whole day was spent in bed either sleeping or being awake and being really really bored or or reading that was it and then i got up about five five o'clock in the afternoon and i came downstairs my ringo start ends there i came downstairs and i moved a sofa from one room boring day jeez you know you sometimes just nothing happens. I'm kind of glad nothing happened. I'm going to make, and I know I'm getting there. I'm 46. I'm virtually 60. I'm past it. I always said this, and I stand by this. Once you cross 37, that is it. That is it. You are you are past it. You are old. Everything is downhill from 37 and a half onwards. Um, I'm going to make the best old man. 
just lying around doing nothing, being grumpy, and telling people exactly what I did that day, which is just lying around being old and bored. That's, that's what old people do. Man, I'm going to love it. If you want to give us a call tonight, it was an interesting show last night. It went off on many, many tangents. There was a strange darkness uh, to the show, but also some some bursts of light. But we'll see where it goes tonight, shall we? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Gary, I bet you can't wait to be old. Fifty-four, young man. How are you? Oh, you are well past it. What's it like on the other side? Oh, God, blimey, that's a very good question. You can feel the cold. I'm in Scotland at the moment, yep. and trust me, it's cold up there. Whether yeah. eating, I believe it or not. Yeah. Um, the wrinkles, the grey hair. Love it. Um, I haven't got bored yet, but I might be getting there eventually one day. Yeah. But, um, you get a bit of respect. <laughs> Do we? I have been offered, a couple of years ago, man, I, I had some young girls get up on a bus and offer me a seat. They offered me a seat, Gary. And you know what? I took it. I took it. I took it and I thought I've worked well, long and hard. I've fought for this seat. Yes, I am taking it. There's a conversation, an argument about women being patronised because we gentlemen and we give them their seats and we open the doors and all that lot. Um, it should work both ways, should it not? Uh, of course it should work both ways. Exactly. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I, I am <laughs> totally up, I am totally up for, for just, honestly man, I just want to sit around and do nothing. I just sat and read a book today and listened to some well, CDs. Got, well, you've got three hours radio show, so I don't know what you do on that. What do, do you mean? You say, uh, it's, a, it's not just three hours. This show, all right, I fair know. play. It is, it is just three hours. No, there is you've literally. You've got to come in before that and, and no. know what we're going to do. No, no, I don't. I'm, I'm yeah, holding up to the people watching this stream on Paris. I'm holding up. These are my notes for the show. I've jotted down <laughs> seven crappy stories that I've got from the newspaper. There's no, honestly, uh, Gary, there is almost no preparation for this show. Today I came in, I had a lovely roast dinner, uh, yep. luxury of the canteen, courtesy of the canteen, I re finished my CSMY book, and I just sat around and looked at stuff on Amazon. That's it! That's the, that's Fantastic. the prep! Fantastic. Listen, the reason I rang up, yes, um, I just, I don't know if you've been watching it, because clearly you've been on at the time or whatever, so catch oh. them. But I've been watching the three episodes of Jade Goody. Okay, it was three episodes. I, I knew it was on, I didn't know it was three episodes, right. It was three episodes. Have you been seen any of them? No, I haven't seen any of them. I just, well, if you get a chance, go on all four and do it on the catch-up, and I say to all the people, I haven't cried for a long time. Okay. Uh, it was one of the best documentaries you're ever liable to see. Well, can um, I ask, can I ask why? Yes. Because she, well, let me tell you something. I'm black. I don't think she was racist. Um, so? uh, she might have said something which came out as being racist, but uh, if you put on par with, I don't know. And you're speaking so, on behalf of all black people, of course, just so we no, know. No, no, I'm, I'm joking. joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm not speaking on behalf of all black people. Yeah, I'm just saying, joke. I mean, I'm 54. I was brought up in the 70s. Trust me, I know when people are racist. Yes. Okay. And Jay Goody wasn't racist. But it was just amazing how she was um, light. Mm. then hated, mm. and then in her last day she was loved, and the, the grief and the outpouring of love, especially um, at the funeral, there was hundreds of people 
It brought back memories. It was a long time. I, I forgot all about it. It wasn't that. Was, uh, it, ten, was it ten years ago that it, she? Ten years ago. That, that, that's why the documentary was mm. made. It was um, ten years ago, and um, I just thought it was it was just interesting to see how she was the first person of reality TV, and, and maybe a little bit of help, maybe because of her reality, because she was treated badly. Because apparently, I didn't notice this, but but when she was. Um, told that she had cancer, apparently it was Max Clifford, yeah, that Max Clifford, he rang her up, and it was filmed. So they, so when he told her that um, she had cancer, they were filming it at the same oh. time, and it went out live on air. Oh. Yes. Which obviously wouldn't happen nowadays. But, um, and the Sun newspaper, and how bad they were, and Max Clifford, and all that, etc. But she made a lot of money in the end, for her children, and that's the good thing about it. Um, mm. may I say something that some people might find controversial, but I, uh, yeah, we yeah, are, yeah, Gary, yeah. on this show, we but are only honest. young man you are, so that's not a problem. Go ahead. I, wor I worked with Jade a few times. Oh, you did? Yeah. Great. Yeah. In what, in what, in what aspect? She was on a TV, I did a breakfast TV show called Rise, and she came on there a few times, and I, I remember doing some weird charity auction at a nightclub once with yes. her she got right on my tits she, yeah, but she got right I, I really uh, listen I'm not in any way I, it's terrible no. that she passed away of course it is and i'm not in any way saying that's great she got right up my nose she annoyed me yeah, and I think she annoyed a lot of people, but you have to look at where she's from on her background. No. She's clearly, she's clearly from, um, a working class. I think she working, was... Hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Working class people have manners. No, I didn't mean it like that, but what I'm saying to you, where, where, where she was from, her family background, the way she was brought up, the way that her mum treated her. Mum was a drug eater, as you obviously know, you know, and her mum was a drug addict and an alcoholic, etc. Um... And she turned it around. Look, she she wasn't perfect, my friend. You you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm, but I'm, she I'm pretty done close to it now. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, to laugh yeah, there yeah. because otherwise people go, what an arrogant tosser. But I'm, no, you are I'm right. pretty I'm close. Just, yeah, well, no. You have, how long have you been doing your show now? Um, it's come up to fifteen minutes now. Well, in in years, young man. Oh, in, in years. years, I don't know. I, uh, what here? Three and a half in 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 general. Twenty. I don't yeah, know. And even if you're a tosser and whatever, everybody loves you. You just you just refer to listen that, to at night time. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Gary. I, I, um, I didn't know it was a three-parter. I knew it was a one-part. I thought it was a one-parter. I'm glad you got something from it. Catch it up on all four okay. demand. Lovely. Um, it's out there somewhere on, on, on all four. All right, Gary, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. I, um, I don't really watch TV now, so I'm, I'm gonna pass. And I don't mean any, any disrespect. It's terrible, um, you know, that she passed away. Of course it's terrible that she passed away. She had kids and stuff like that. And I'm not in any way making light of that. Or, you know, I'm just being honest. I, 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 I worked with her a few times and we didn't really get on. You know, we didn't really get on. Maybe it was, maybe it was partly me. It's always possible. Oh, three, four, four. We got, to, we got, listen, I'm going to give out the number. Um, this is, this is an emergency situation, right? We got two callers lined up, right? One of them is Alan Caddick. Hello. The other one is Rainbow George. Hello. Now, if 
you, again, I'm handing, it's like a choose your own adventure book. I'm handing it over to you, right? If that's the way you want the show to go, sit back, relax, put the phone down, chill out, spark up a fat one, pour yourself another. If that's not the way you want the show to go, 03444991000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with me, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that the mundo? <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number if you want to give us a call. I sort of feel like I'm in uh, holiday mode. It's only because I've got Friday off. I didn't know it was bank holiday, so I've got I've taken Friday off because I'm going to have my boys. And um, we are working. I can't tell you. I'm never going to. Well, maybe in eleven years I'll tell you what it is. But me and my boys are working on a top secret project that is the coolest thing I have ever been involved in in my life. And I, I, I can't tell you what it is. I can't tell you. I'm not going to tell you. But man alive, it is the best thing I've ever worked on in my life. What's the best thing to use for a drum that isn't a drum? Dave? Uh, let me see. Uh, a cushion? They're quite good, aren't they? Cushions, they're very muffled. I once phoned up my first ever phone call... Mm, that's not true. Okay, I can make it more specific. My first ever phone call to talk radio was to a guy called Wild Al Kelly. Uh, Wild, yeah, Wild Al Kelly. And it was me with sofa cushions all over the floor playing them like drums and going, oh yeah, drums. Um, I've no idea why, uh, but they were very muffled. I'm thinking, a slap of a of a jeaned leg. Well, that's Cecilia, obviously, isn't it? Cecilia. Yep, that's it. That's Cecilia, right? Okay. Um, no, knocking on a desk doesn't. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We are we are out of the traps. What is the best thing to use as drums if you don't have drums? Suitcase. Ooh, an, an old suitcase from the 70s. Mm, yeah. An old battered leather suitcase. What's, here's the thing I don't get about suitcases, Dave. He said going all Alan Partridge. <laughs> I don't get the, you know, the solid suitcases. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How do they like work? Because Samsonite, Samsonites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, Samsonites, right. How do they work? Because if you have, I don't even know what the other suitcases are made of. Cloth? I'm going to say cloth. Like thick cloth. Mm. But if you have like a thick cloth suitcase, as I do, you can jam more stuff in there. Yeah. Because it stretches. But a solid suitcase, all you've got is the, the, the solid suitcase. Suitcase. There is no, there's no give. There's no give. Uh, yeah. There's no give. Well, thanks for calling, Dave. That thanks <laughs> very much. <laughs> oh man, it, sometimes it takes a while to get the little uh, the little engine that powers this show going, and that's fine. 
What you got for us tonight, I, David? I've got, a, I've got a conundrum. Okay, good. You know I'm a fan of Mr. Bob Dylan. Uh, I'm aware of that, yes. Yeah, well, uh, about a year ago I bought uh, the Bob Box, which is all his albums between the first one and I think Tempest, um, all on CD, you know, yeah. uh, remarked, etc. Okay. And there are, t- there are 12 albums I haven't listened to out of that box and I've just dug them all out. Yeah. Should I bother? <laughs> oh. Or should I just leave it as a, an, a, an incomplete, uh, you know. You, you uh, have to, dude, you have to do it. You have to do it. Do you want to know what they are? Uh, <laughs> uh, are they, uh, uh, I bet two of them are religious ones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, starting off with self-portrait. Yep. And you've never uh, heard self-portrait? Well, I've heard, no, not the actual album. I've heard the, um, the bootleg series, the end of the self-portrait. Okay, okay. But I've never actually listened to self-portrait itself. Okay. Uh, well, that, can, I, can I just tell you what I listened to the other day? I bought for eight years, well, I, there was a record shop right next to where we were staying in, in Rome, and I went in and I bought a Beatles bootleg, which, ter- which turned out to be Oasis Live. I mean, that's the, <laughs> the ultimate of Beatles rip-offs. Yeah. <laughs> this nice little outtakes album, I was, and I put it in and it's Oasis Live. I was gutted. <laughs> but I also bought The Art of McCartney. Oh, yeah. The Paul yeah. McCartney covers album, which is, is pointless because everyone, um, does, it, j- just does the exact same version that Paul McCartney did. The, yeah. The standout tracks are Brian Wilson, Wanderlust, and Kiss, Venus, and Mars Rock Show, right? But yeah, there's a couple of tracks off that. I was actually took any notice of the rest th- of it is. But this, yeah. there's this on there. This is Bob Dylan, and my God. You see, you'll be my girl till the end of time. Jesus, Grandad, I mean, can we please... Mum, get Grandad off the karaoke machine! Yeah, so the rest of the album's are pretty much his 80s stuff, you know. Uh, Save, Shot of Love, Knocked Out, Loaded. I know there's a good one in there, which is Infidels. What's the one uh, where it's the black and white cover and, and he stood in like, uh, he's, he's crouching down and it's like scorched Yeah, he looks earth. like he's taking a dump in there. Yeah. yeah, that's um, a good one. Uh, under, under, under the Red Sky. Yeah. Okay, I will try that. That's but a yeah, good there's one. 12 albums. And I wonder if it's quite a, 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 a man thing to do. You have to listen to... You have to listen to the whole oh, you know, God. it might be rubbish. I'm terrible. I, I, whenever I get into it, uh, like, I'm just reading these two Crosby, Stills and Nash Young books, right? And boy, <laughs> oh boy, thanks to everyone who loves it, who sends in all the nice messages when we talk about niche music. I really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, and so, of course, I'm online buying everything. I've just bought a triple box set of Stephen Stills live FM broadcasts. You know, Jesus. Yeah, I've got to have everything. Why have I got to have everything? Let me just have a greatest I, hits and be happy, please. I, I, I am like that when I, when I, hear something I like, leaving one track, I suddenly have to have everything they ever put out. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, it's all a sad thing. So if anybody has got any idea, between sort of 79 and 89, I guess, any of those albums that are any good, then uh, let us know. Okay, Dave, well, I I consider you as not a real Dylan fan, the fact you're asking that question. You should have just played them straight away whilst knocking one out. Let's go to Catherine. Good evening, Catherine. Hi, Ian. Hey, Catherine. You okay? I'm good. 
You sound really upbeat. Oh, and so I'm a spiritual, like I'm a well. spiritual giant. My problems yesterday, I just flicked them off my shoulder. Good. Spiritual giant. You like to hear. Yes. Um, right, you wanted something that sounds like a drum while not being a drum. There we go, this is the greatest phone in of all time, yes. Um, what about a, like, either a, the biscuit, empty biscuit tins or empty chocolate boxes, oh, the yeah. metal ones. Yeah. That you get for Christmas. Oh, yeah, that could work. Yeah. Have you got, well, hang on, have you got any there that you can try? Um, yeah, I have. Well, then then let's have it. If you're going to phone up and do it. This was the first thing I ever phoned up talk radio about 24, five years ago. My God. Okay, if you've got them, then let's have them. Yeah, I I do have them. Um, My husband's going to just go and get them now. Okay, he's not your husband. He's your roadie. Yeah, he's my roadie. He is the roadie. (laughs) I've been ill over the weekend, so um, he's been... Really good. Good. Right. As, he should, as he should be. Don't give him uh, praise. Give him, um, give oh, him, uh, no. uh, uh, you know, the, you know, the Cato Nine Tales, the, the, like. Uh-huh. For the pirates. Is, yeah. well, why is it called the Cato Nine Tales? Um, cats have nine lives, I suppose. They don't have nine tails. Well, they have nine lives and they come mm, back each time, they're going to have nine no. tails. Well, I just thought that, they, I didn't know that they came back each time. I just thought that they were, um, we're lucky. Uh, does that, oh, that, so, okay. Yeah, could be. Could be, okay. I mean, nobody right. really knows, do they? Nobody I, knows. I don't, you don't know where half of these folklore things, um, start and end. Um, this is a plastic one. Um, By the way, Dave, the title track of Saved is excellent. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Catherine is on the box drums. Catherine's <laughs> playing her box. Here we go. Didn't mean it to sound like that. Sorry, that sounded inappropriate. All right. Right, let's see if we can get this. I'm not a good drummer, by the way. Can you hear that? Unfortunately, yes. Catherine, thank you very much for your call. It's not quite as exciting as I was hoping it was going to be, but it's on the list. Let's go to Jake. Good evening, Jake. Good evening. Good evening, Jake. Gosh, where's, where's everyone's vibe tonight? Oh, sorry, no, you just caught me just because I was taking a puff on my face. Oh, <laughs> I tried to vape, but hey, so you know me. I do. You maybe you don't know this. Me and Catherine went to Belfast a few weeks ago to do a show. Right, which show sold out the venue, big success, great party. As you do. Sorry, as you do, as you do, great party. Everyone loved it. Right, we got the money in today. I added up all of the expenses and stuff. We made between us forty six pounds twenty pence. Why? Because of travel, because of accommodation, because and and then I remembered I hadn't included the sixty pounds parking at Stansted or any (laughs) food, so we lost we lost eighty quid. What a charitable guy! Unbelievable! So thanks to everyone (laughs) who came to our last ever show in Ireland. Seriously, how do yeah, people, how do people do, I, what I need, right, what me and Kath need, we need a tour manager, right, we need someone, I'm hap- I will happily pay someone 10%, if they can make I'm us, there. sorry, you, you, you're, not get, you're not getting any money, if, no, I don't want money, I'm just up for the laugh, okay, if anyone can make me and Catherine more money on a tour than we currently make, then dear God, please, get in touch, because we lost, 
We lost! 80 quid! On a, on a sold out show in Belfast! What the hell is going on with this world? That's absolute madness. Anyway, Jake, I can hear you don't, don't want to talk about this. What, what have you got for us? Um, well, what you was on about the suitcases, I think you're wrong. It was just a bit of a tangent, but yeah, what you, with the suitcases... Yes, sir. Um, the fabric ones don't stretch. They're not elastic, are they? So, they'll only stretch to whatever shape of no, the they content. No, stre- they stretch. No, they, 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 they stretch very poorly, if anything. They stretch... The Hang on a minute, are you nuts? Getting... The fabric ones you're stretch. Talking... No, they, they don't. It, 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 it gives, but it doesn't stretch. I just packed, I used one a couple of weeks ago. It stretches. It doesn't stretch it massively. It's not like, like a, it's it not like a balloon. Like it, it changed shape. It might have felt like it stretched. So you're saying that even though it changes shape, it's got exactly the same, um, mass is the wrong word, cubic, it's got the same cubic intent as when it's, it's normal. Like, stretch, like a ti- tiny bit, if it was put, if, say, if it, say if a balloon was put in there and put in pressure, I think it stretched on the smallest amount. But what you're, what you're, what you're feeling is give. It's, it it's, it's changing shape. But then how come it I can gives. get more, I can get more stuff in? Ah. Because you haven't filled every cubic inch. I think you're so talking you, out of your just, Harris, if you don't mind me being so vulgar, Jake. Most, most of the time, yes, I do. <laughs> But you see, so you're saying you can get exactly the same amount in with a. Well, no, with a I think it'd be easier because I, I, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a connoisseur of the the suitcase. I don't think you know what you're talking about, I buddy. Think, yeah, theoretically, I think that if you you haven't got a problem with the zip because you've always got that problem with the zip if you if you try and cram it in. No, you haven't. You haven't. You sit on it and that that compresses it, and then you zip it up, and then you get off the the suitcase, and then it stretches. Yeah, well, I, I I need to get a suitcase and get out of the country. I, obviously, my life is that boring that I'm <laughs> arguing about suitcases. <laughs> Jake, thank you very much indeed for your uh, incorrect call. Let's go to the grumpiest man on the radio. Good evening, Chris. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. It's nice to talk to you. How are you after last night's call? I can take it. I bet you can, you dirty boy. I, 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 I. <laughs> See, you said you wasn't going to call me grumpy anymore. I know, and then I said it, and then I, as soon as I said it, I remembered that I wasn't going to call you that, because I know it upset you, so no, I retracted the, it immediately. Oh, you, you, no, you can't upset me. Well, you, you did cry yesterday. Pardon? Oh, I cry all the time. You did cry yesterday because I said that, so... Um, <laughs> I, I no, apologise. Okay, I do apologise. Sorry if I did that. No, I don't. <laughs> what, have you, what have you got for us tonight, Chris? Oh, you're talking about drums. Yeah. And, like, my, my dad was was an old croner in... A croner? Um, well, singing the songs a, in... A crooner? Yeah, cro- croner. Crooner. Croner yeah. is Dutch money. Well, no. Yeah. Well, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you had, you had that other chap on the other week talking about his singing stuff in the 60s. Oh, he's croning. Yes, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't yeah. hear you properly. One of my sliders was down. Yes. Sorry, Your dad was a croner. I apologise. Right. Yes. Diolch fawr. Yeah. Dara Cymraeg. Yeah. Poblicum. Oi. Oi. What do you mean, poblicum? Poblicum. Oi. You watch that, have you? Many, many times. One of my favourite shows. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I right. know. So, 
So your dad was a crona? Yes. And when I was a kid, yeah, I, I, oh, I used to play the drums with him. I was only about, gosh, about nine or ten. Okay, then. wow. I, <laughs> I didn't have a clue. Um, <laughs> it's going to be so long tonight. <laughs> I apologise. Okay, could you, could you, um, do something now? Well, I, oh? I, I had a good morning this morning. So, what? I, I, I went out, I got invited somewhere. Orgy? I believe. Was it an orgy? <laughs> no, it was, I'm being serious now. Okay, so was I, but... They were talking about accessible technology. Okay. So to, to access your, your anus. <laughs> I'm getting confused. You started talking about an orgy, and now you brought technology make, into it. I, I don't know what I, you're I, talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, uh, I, right. They kind to me over the shop there, because I can't see anymore, and they're really kind to me, and I, I, <laughs> I nip over the shop, and I... I okay. right, how can we help you today, Chris? Okay. Right. Please don't d describe what happens in a shop. Right. Well, I, I, mm. I, I, I'm mortified, actually, Ian. Why? Because <laughs> you went to an orgy without um, a, any Johnny's. Stop talking about orgies! You brought orgies up! I didn't mention orgies! You just you mentioned did. it just then! I, I... See, you're as bad as those now, because the manager says, Right, take him down the aisle... Right. They mentioned condoms. I've oh, never mentioned condoms over that spa shop over there. You've mentioned it on this radio show several I times. I know, because they keep on mentioning it to me. Stop talking That's about why. Johnny's and orgies and technology I to access I, your bumhole. What I, did you call him for? Well, I... You was talking about drums, and I, I was going to say when I when I was a kid, ten years old, I, I tried to play drums when my dad was doing his um, show of uh, evening, and I started. I go on, do it again, do it again. Pardon? Do it again. Well, it's symbols. Isn't yeah, it? no, do it. Go on. <laughs> now do um the kick drum. Pardon? Now do the kick drum. Oh. Um. No, my foot is not working. He said foot. God, I panicked then. He said foot. <laughs> okay. All right, Chris, I, well, that's... I'm going to give that call a three out of 20. Oh, that, that's really low, that is. Well, you have to try harder. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Now, I wrote a very cheeky tweet to promote the show, right? Join me at ten for blah, 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 blah. Listen on DAB app and talkradio.co.uk 03444991000. Oh, and we're joined live by at the David Crosby from Crosby Sills National Young. If he calls in. David Crosby's just like that tweet. Yes, man. David Crosby's just like that tweet. We're going to get a phone call. There's a David on the switchboard. If this is David Crosby, everybody else, put your phones down. It's not, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to David Crosby, who's called in. Good evening, David Crosby. 
Hello, sir. How are we? Ah, uh, you're not David Crosby! I am, um, David Hasselhoff. Jesus. Jesus. Well, not quite Jesus. Oh, but. man, I got excited. And David Crosby's actually liked my tweet, and I thought it was him. Oh, man, he said it's just some weird dude. Okay. All right. Um, what it is, yeah, um, yeah. what it actually is, is that, um, I am actually Jesus, and, um, I love you. Hello there. Yes, okay. And, um, I believe I'm going to have your... If you were Jesus, you'd have a better phone. Um, I would have a better phone, you're right, actually. Um, how are we, anyway? Well, I don't know how we are. One is fine, while, as you sound, absolutely batshit crazy. What's going on? Batshit crazy? Um, I, well, I wouldn't say that exactly. I wouldn't say I'm actually Batman. I'm more What's Robin. going on for you, man? Come on, you're all over the place, and I'm, I'm not in the mood for silly games. So what is what is happening? You drunk? You high? You nuts? What What is it? Um, a bit of both, to be honest. Okay. Um, more Robin Hoods. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. How we doing? So you're, what drugs have you taken? Um, none. I don't take drugs. Come on, man. You sound wasted. No. All drugs are terrible and... No, they're not. Nobody's ever, no, ever... No, no, no. No, no, no. Hey, listen, I'm a junkie. I, I, you can tell me, man. I'm not going to judge you. You used to be a junkie. Still am. Wait. Respect, man. Yeah, yeah. Turned it around. Huh? What, you banging up there, bruv? I'm not banging up anything. I haven't done for a, uh, a long time. Well, for nearly 18 months this time. Well, you've been all right there, So you? what's going on with you? Because you sound wasted. Yes, that is, that is the actual, um, that is the truth. Um, that is the true answer behind the Jesus scenario. Okay. So what is it? What are you taking? Helium. Helium. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, listen, if you're not going to talk properly, man, there's nothing we can say. Well, uh, what do you want me to say? Oh, I want you to be honest. That's what I, what, all I want. All I ask from my callers is honesty. That's it. Honesty. Um, I am actually a lady. David, come on, man. This, I'm about to cut you off because this is, this is boring and it's dumb well, and it's a waste of my time. <coughs> uh, all I'm asking for is honesty from you. And if you're not going to be honest, then go and phone up another radio station or something. Go and phone oh, one yeah, of your mates yeah, up. Yeah, no, seriously, mate. I've got a serious case of Manchester. Of what? Manchester. <laughs> all right, man. Well, you have a great night, David. Thanks a lot. Uh, jeez, I mean, some people, it's, uh, it's flipping it. Hello, Penny. Hello, Ian. Hello, Penny. I saw a clip of you on Twitter again. Oh. I think it was last week, actually. Yes. And, oh, God, I've got such a bad memory. The point of it was, yes. you were saying, but no one's even asked me what I think about Brexit. No yes. one's asked me. Yes. And I thought... Why has no one asked you? No one's asked me. Do you not wish to be asked? I would like to ask you if you would like to be asked. I'd like to ask you what do you think will happen, what do you hope will happen? I don't know. I don't... Okay, here's the thing, right? Everyone has, has assumed, because I've said some things about 
Donald Trump and Boris Johnson being mm. massive racists, which they are. Everyone said, oh, this is typical Ramona stuff. Mm. Ramona, Ramona, Ramona. Yeah. Um, but you are the first person, Penny, to ask me what, I'm assuming you're asking what my opinion on Brexit is. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking, well, I'm asking, ideally, I'm asking you two things. I'm asking you what you think will happen, yep. and I'm asking you what you would, what for you, for your family and, and your future and, you know, okay. we're all patriots, you know, what you would like to happen I'm, to the country. I'm not particularly patriotic, I don't, I don't really, I'm not, I don't. No, get, I was, but, I was kind of being a bit Yeah, okay, <laughs> that was the first question, what do I think will happen, I haven't got a clue. Really? I haven't got a clue. Yeah. Second thing, what would I like to happen for my yeah. family? I would like us to stay in Europe, right? I voted Remain, I would like us to stay in Europe. Yeah. The third question, and the most important question is, um, not what would I like to happen for my family, but how would I, uh, what would I like to see happen, right? Mm -hmm. what, or, what do I think should happen? That's the question. What do yeah. I think should happen, right? Yeah. And what I think should happen is, uh, I voted Remain. Mm. I think leaving... Europe is a huge mistake, mm. but I think we should leave. I think we should leave. I think we should do it. People voted for it, mm. um, and people, you know, you can, I, I kind of go along with the argument people didn't know what they were voting for. Okay, I get it. But I think we should do it. I think we should leave. Is that, is that partly, because I, I voted to um, remain. But I don't, and I don't want Article 50 revoked because I think there's too much ill feeling. I, don't, I just don't, I think we either, we need a second referendum, which I'm not particularly in favour of, or what we really need to do is sort ourselves out and get a decent deal and leave properly and reevaluate and heal as a I, country. A decent deal would be good. I mm. just think, what, I just think if we don't leave, mm. there's going to be uh, uprising. Yeah, and there's going to be mayhem. And I think we have to do it. And I think even if we leave without a deal, I think it's a terrible, terrible idea. Mm. I think it's, um, I think it will be awful for the country. Mm. But I think we should do it. I think we should try and get a better deal. And if we get that, great. And if we don't, I think we have to leave. Yeah. And we have to give the, you, you know, the vote went that way. And we should, that's what I think. I think it's awful, I think it's terrible, I think it would be a nightmare. I'd rather that we, you know, personally that we, that we weren't in this situation, but we are. And it's gone on for three years and it will keep going on. And if we don't leave, there's going to be an uprising. And I think we should probably do what people asked to do. Mm. There you go. That's my opinion. And no one's asked it. And everyone on Twitter is like, oh, typical Ramona, typical lefty liberal. Well, yeah, I am a lefty liberal, but, but actually... I think I think we should leave, and um, you know I'm kind of behind that. So but the thing about the Twitter thing is, like you're saying, I well when I saw when I saw I read the tweet from about it, you know, your typical Remainer, too scared to leave, and all the rest of it. Yeah. And and I thought that I thought I, I thought I'm not convinced you did actually vote. I'm I'm not convinced that you did vote to remain yeah. because I know. Quite a few liberal, well, a lot of liberal people who voted to leave. Yeah. So that that the the remarks that were made about uh, Boris and Trump, whatever, that they, they you can't take those remarks and know how somebody voted. No, no, you can't. But this is the problem, and this is why I've been deliberately ambiguous about it. And thank you for asking me. 
uh, is because everyone assumes it's, it's binary, it's black or white, it's on or off, it's ones and zeros, that's it. And it isn't. It's so much more nuanced than that. But we are now in a world where nuance and subtlety and shade is, um, is not allowed, you know. And, um, we, you have to be the extreme left or extreme right. You have to be extreme leave or extreme stay. You can't be anything in the middle. Well, I think I'm something in the middle. Yeah, I do. I do think there's becoming a group of people who are really recognising that, who are really recognising that the extremes. Uh, that's what's dangerous. That's what we've got nothing in common yeah. with the people who are extreme, and the rest of us. We can all find something in common. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Penny, thank you for your call and thanks for asking. It's appreciated. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. No one had asked. No one had asked. And I kept saying on Twitter no, while I was being accused of being a Ramona. No one's asked me. Someone could ask me, uh, but no one did. Uh, but Penny did. Thank you. Um, uh, yes, Susan. I've got some drums for you from the Tupperware box. Okay, I like I like cast drums, but this I think you'll be impressed. And I want you to mark me out of ten. Okay. Oh, I will. Will definitely. And yes. it's it's a bit of Santana. Just I'll just put the phone down. I'm flexing my wrists. Okay, you put the phone down and you flex your wrists. Okay, let's go to, no one tell her. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. <laughs> no one tell her. Don't tell her. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Don't tell her, Alistair, please. <laughs> oh, Susan, what a lovely person. Anyway, hmm. um, Ian, um, it's funny you mentioned uh, luggage earlier because um, I'm going to Turkey next week. Yeah. And uh, my friend's taking me over there. So I go on eBay and I ordered one of these... You know these bags? I know bags, yeah. You you can be guaranteed that they will be accepted as carry Oh, luggage. yeah. I still get nervous, though. Yeah. Well, the thing is, my mate said, you can't have any check-in luggage. We don't want any extra costs. Okay. So, so I got this, and it came, and I thought, I'm not going to get much in that. Do you know what I mean? Well, what do you need in there, though? Well, I've got my underwear. Well, how big is uh, it? How there. big is your underwear? Well, it, it's, it's, it's middling, I would say. It's <laughs> middling. <laughs> <laughs> I, you don't, here's the thing. I went to, to Rome with the boys. I got everything yeah. in a suitcase. Everything in, in a suitcase that we could have fitted in the overhead. But in the end, I decided just it was easier with the boys just to put it in. Um, so, oh, uh, that's good going. You don't know where, how long are you going for? A week. Oh, come on, man. You need a couple, couple of t-shirts and pants. That's it. That's your lot. Okay. Come on, you can do All this. All right. Whilst I'm on, uh, I saw that Gary Glitter documentary that you mentioned last night. Um, Which one, the arena one or Come Home, Gary Glitter? The the arena one. Well, actually, it's 40 minutes, um, okay. I found out. But okay. um, it's interesting. Um, but obviously, I thought the, the idea was um, pretty scattergun from the start. But um, I used to be a, a, I used, it was interesting, but I, I used to be a Glitter fan yeah. uh, when he first started uh, back in the 70s. And then uh, when I went to uni, I went to see him perform there. And um, I think another show as well. That's how the drums but used I, to go, because they used to have two drummers, right, yeah. and the drums would go like this. And it was on, um, 
Bell Records, I seem to remember. Bell End Records, yes. Oh, I can still <laughs> recall in the jukebox <laughs> hall oh, when the music, music plays. And the man and man and the man and the man and man and man 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 uh, and I know that you did a, a feature on this, didn't you, with some of his fans? Went out and, um, interviewed some of his fans, yes. Yeah. And, um, kind of, um, I, I saw that, I listened to that, and I thought, well, that's Good. interesting. But I couldn't bring myself, even though I still like the music, to, to listen to it again. Because of the words, really, in his songs. Yeah, I get and it, I, I, I get it. trying to think, what, what was he thinking about, of course. You know, it would only be speculation, but, uh, I mean, that's the, why, the reason I, I kind of, um, went off him, anyway. Well, he's a, he's a horrible child rapist, you know, there's, I'm not in any way defending yeah. that. I just no. quite like the songs. Hey, um, Susan, those drums were brilliant, Susan. Thank you, we really enjoyed that. Here's the Irishers, it's Tom, the party is coming. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's great, Susan. Thanks so much. Thank you. Really enjoyed that. Absolutely spot on. Really, really loved it. My God. Hey. Alistair, thank you for that. Anything else? Uh, just about, uh, Jay Goody. Yeah, yeah. I watched one of the episodes and I thought, look, enough already, Channel 4. I think that we've, uh, you know, done this to death. I don't really see why they're, they're doing it again, really. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Good. Alistair. Let's go to George. Good evening, George. Good evening. Good evening. What have you got for us uh, tonight? Uh, something special. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, it's the wandering Jew. This is my oh, God. fourth just... call. Um, oh. Playing the part of the spirit of truth and uh, guiding you into all truth. And uh, I, I want to point out something that, that is significant. Last time you spoke, you said I talk bollocks, and, and can, you, can you explain anything I've said that was bollocks? I don't know, because it was so boring, my brain switched off, just as it's doing now. It's very rude. You really are. Um, anyway... Just honest. It's boring. No, you're not, you're not honest at all. It's honest. In 1976, oh my I, I, God. I had some very mystical experiences in which I was guided to read the Bible by some <sighs> otherworldly being. Can I, can I let you into a secret, George? Yeah. I'm not interested. You're not interested? No. But, but your listeners might be No, they're interested. not. How do you know? Because they talk to me and they tell me they're not interested. And also, if I, here's, here's kind of the, 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 um, way I run this show. If I'm bored, then I have to assume that the listeners are bored. If I get that wrong, that's okay, that's that. But I have to be interested, and I have to be engaged. And if I'm not interested and I'm not engaged, then it's just not for me, it's not for the show. Well, I want to give you a biblical... I don't, I'm really not interested in the Bible. I find it tedious. I find it t tedious and boring. 
greatest book in the world. It's it's not actually. That's Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut uh, or, or, or Jimmy Webb's autobiography. But um, I'm really not interested. John's Gospel. But George, now who's being rude? No, you are. Being, no, you are because you I, are not I respecting to, the rules of my to, house. I want to reveal something. You, you, you to, are not to, to, to respecting you. the rules of my house. I want to say something to you which could make news. But none of, the, of your uh, other calls in this series of seven, which we're bringing to an end with this one, none of them have had any positive impact in, on my life. I want to make a revelation. And, uh, well, you're just going to say something from the Bible and then talk some nonsense about the Wise Islands or a bank of a million dreams no, or I'm the Rainbow really. Land or no, whatever. I, you know, it's the same old, same old, same old. And it doesn't get us anywhere. All it does is get me wound, wound up. It's a revelation. I bet it isn't. It is. None of the others have been revelations. This is a revelation. I don't uh, think you, you... You keep using that word, but I don't think it means what you think it does. What film is that a quote from? I don't know. Okay. Princess Bride. Which is better than the Bible. John's Gospel was oh. written by Judas. It, I, I don't care. Honestly, I really don't care. You don't care. <laughs> No, but I, he, he identifies himself at the end of the gospel. I don't care. I don't even know what you're talking about now. Here's the thing, George. Quotes from the Bible, not for this show. John's gospel is written by Judas. Okay, so. that's great. But I'm not interested. I'm not quite sure which point, which part of that point I'm making you're not getting. You're ignorant. You really are. Okay, fine. Yeah, if that's if that's what if if you insulting me means this no, call will end. Just, you just are ignorant. Okay, well if this if if you insulting me and lying about me helps this call end quicker, I'm ignorant. I'll take it. I'll take it. I've been called worse. I'm sure you have. Oh, oh. Um, I'm sure you have as well. Nobody has ever been as rude to me as you have. But you know it's all scripted. Everything is scripted. Exactly. So this is just, I'm just playing the script that I've been given. It's not my fault. I'm not blaming you. Okay. Well, thanks for your call, George. You still there? Yeah. Oh, shit. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Flo and Eddie used to be? Who did Flo and Eddie used to be? It was the Turtles. Of course, the Turtles. A gentle show this evening. The vibe is is, is bubbling along nicely. Oh, three... Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Some people uh, getting in touch saying I was too rude to George. Uh, give us a call if you think I was. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm guessing the people saying that mainly haven't listened to the show before and don't know that this is an ongoing saga of tedium. <laughs> I just you know it's the thing I can't uh, I can't bother to talk about it. Let's go to Janet. Good evening, Janet. Oh hello. hello. Oh hello. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm just ringing because the only time I ever listen to you is, oh, it's very echoey, is... Hang on a minute, let me, if I, let me just switch you to another line. Sometimes if I switch you, that fixes the echo for a little bit, and sometimes it doesn't, and it's just because we've got a really rubbish phone system here. Let's try that. Is that any better? That's lovely, yes. There we go. Well, oh no, I'm still echoing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. I just wanted to say, I feel sorry for you. The oh. only time I listen to you is when I'm going in the car to get my daughter from work yes. at 11. Yeah. And you just are plagued with a load of nothing, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> Absolute swaddle. Oh my! Does nobody ever say this to you? No. Uh, well, here's the thing. Yes, I'm. Uh, I am. A, uh, I hadn't noticed until you mentioned it. Um, yeah, I am plagued with a load of nutters, but I wouldn't have it any other way, Janet. Oh, uh, uh, does it not depress you about the world? Um, what, no. What, what it's come to now. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I would rather talk to these nutters, and I love every nutter that calls in, even the ones I argue with. I love them mm. all, right? I'd rather talk to them and argue about the Bible and about whatever it was mm-hmm. than, than, you know, you listen to other radio shows, and it's people arguing about Brexit and about Trump and about yeah, Boris Johnson yeah. and stuff. They're the nutters. Yeah. Yeah, that is true, I guess. They're I guess. the nutters. I'd I rather... feel sad for you. Oh, Janet, bless you. But honestly, I love it. This is my favourite job I've ever, ever had. I get so <laughs> much pleasure coming in. Um, and it, it's even better when my friend Catherine is here and we do it together and we laugh and I think people mm-hmm. like it and I really appreciate you for being so kind and lovely. But the fact mm. that you've called in, Janet, mm. that makes you one of the nutters. 
true. It's tr- there's no well, way around it. What, I was my, my daughter worked in a hotel. I was waiting for her, and then it took so flipping long. She's now come out, and she's asking me to hurry up because she wants to go home. Tell her to get. Hang on a minute. Where's his <laughs> mum? How old is your daughter, Janet? Twenty-five. And you're picking her up at eleven o'clock at night, and she's telling you to hurry up. <laughs> dear, dear God, does it really carry on? Does Mum's taxi really carry on as, as late as twenty-five? Yeah, oh, uh, oh. not every night, but oh. yeah. You're, yeah. Do you know what you are, Janet? You're a, you're a good human being. Yeah, that is true. Oh, yeah. You're a good human being. I just wanted to let you know there are you. a few. Well, thank anyway. you. It's nice to talk to you, and you get your daughter thank home you. safely. I will. Thanks. Thank you. Keep going, though. It's great fun. <laughs> Thank you, Janet. What a nice woman. Still, still, you still do the taxi service at 25? Hey, 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 hey. Wowzers. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you're going to tweet, use the hashtag TLNA. Really? There's someone called Shartney? My name's Shante, thanks very much. Your name is what? Shante, not Shartney. She okay? will. She will. <laughs> Haley has written. Sh- on, 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 on national radio. Haley has written Shartney. Now, to Shart means no, to. I think it was me, actually, who actually emailed in, texted in, and now called in. You're absolutely abhorrent. I'm not a Christian, I'm not a Muslim, I'm nothing. I'm absolutely the most atheist person you could ever come Wait, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Calm down, hang on a minute. Calm down, I'm going to let you have your say, but no one can hear you now. Right, just calm down. We're trying to work out what your name is. Let's get your name properly, because someone has written Chardonnay on my thing. Did you say your name was Chardonnay? Right, I've just corrected you, it's Chardonnay. Chardonnay, 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 I will let you make your point, but here's the thing. Try and do it politely. Just just let the aggression go. Don't slam the phone down when we're done. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Okay. Right. Away you go. Over to you. Over to me, right? Okay. So you are an absolutely disgusting human being. Like I said, I'm not Muslim. I'm not Christian. I'm the most atheist person you could come across. But for Christ's sake... For, that was ironic. For Christ, for Christ, for Christ, for Christ's exactly. sake. Exactly. Excuse the pun. Let me finish it's, talking. It's technically not a pun, but go on. you spoke to that gentleman yes. was absolutely abhorrent. Have you? Should be, you should be I'm not, ashamed of yourself I'm not, and apologise. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. You okay, should be ashamed. Okay, you should, hello, Shantley. Listen, Shantley. No, 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 no. I will happily, listen. This is the only show in Britain where you can phone up and you can criticise the host. It's the only show, right? But you, you've got to do it in a in a polite way. We've got to have a conversation. It's not the it's not a lecture. We'll have a com- No, shh, just calm down. Calm down. We can have a conversation. I'm not going to let you just shout at me, but we can have a conversation. Would you like to have a conversation? Having one love. We're not, we're not. You're, you're patronizing, you're being rude, and you're doing a monologue. Would you like to Have enter into told. a duologue? Have you heard yourself? Would you like to enter into a duologue? Yes, I'm letting you speak and then stopping. Okay, well done. All right, if you could just take the, just lower the tone a little bit as well, that would be nice. Have you listened, um, Chartney, have you listened to the show before? 
I have. How many times have you listened? Um, pretty much every day. And like I said... Since I when? understand it's an open topic show. Since when? Where you get different... Maybe in the past year or so, I don't, I, I don't believe you. Who do I co-host the show with? No, right. So you've listened to every voice. show. You, you <laughs> listen, uh, look, honestly, Fader, I control the sliders. So you've listened to every show for the past year, and you don't know who co-hosts the show with me. Here's the thing. Here's what I do. Right. This show is about honesty. Right. Now, I put it to you. That this is the first time you've ever listened. With different points, but what I'm saying is, you don't have to speak to somebody in such a disgusting way. I you put it to you. Point, I and put... I agree with you, as an atheist, I agree with you, but the way that you put the guy down was disgusting. Okay. I put it to you that you're a liar. Well, regardless of what... And you've never listened to this... When I'm talking, they can't hear you, shan't they? you are disgusting. Uh, I haven't listened to the show tonight, and you are disgusting. But you have... Oh, there you go. She's going to hang up. She's going to hang up. She's going to hang up. Chardonnay hung up. And we had to dump it there. C-word. Oh, dear. Chardonnay. Chardonnay, the C word? That's the best you've got? In 20 years of doing, I knew it was, I knew it was going to a hang up. So a liar, Chardonnay's still listening by the way. A liar, she'd never listened to the show before. And the C word? The C word? In 20 years of doing phone-in radio, I think I've had the C word four times and one of those was by accident. What a rude, potty-mouthed, thoroughly unpleasant, I use the term lady, lowercase, in inverted commas and in italics. That was a Thoroughly, thoroughly unpleasant phone call from a thoroughly unpleasant human being. But Chartney, here's the thing. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I would never throw the C word out like that. And you're phoning me up to tell... You're phoning me up to tell me how I should behave on the show? Oh, dear God. What's a horrible person? Um, 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> Chartney. Chartney by name. Chartney by nature. It made me laugh. If you missed it, very, uh, very, very aggressive call about the way I speak to people. It is disgusting. And then she called me a C word. 
That's amazing, amazing behaviour. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hey, listen, if you don't like the show, you are very welcome to call up. This is the only show, the only show on British radio. So I'm just setting up my thing. Where if you don't like it, phone up and we'll talk about it. But just watch your language, please. Uh, we've got loads of people. We've got uh, Jack, Adrian, Nigel, Lee, Mark, Christopher. Let's go with Katie first. Good evening, Katie. Hi, lovely Ian. How are you? I'm, I'm shaking at the language of the youth these days. That, it's pretty appalling, isn't it? <laughs> this makes me laugh. I'm good, thank but you, Katie. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, oh, there's so many things I want to talk about. Go on, but no. tonight, yeah. oh, you swine! I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick on you. I'm not, I'm not really gonna pick on you. You gonna call me a C? I'll try not to know. Um, the thing is, when George called tonight, um, by the way, he he so sounds like Dennis Norden. He does sound a lot like Dennis Norden. Yep, from Beyond the Grave. Yep. <laughs> Um, he, um, it reminded me of, uh, my ex-husband's granddad. Um, he bored me to tears yep. with his belief in the Bible and all the rest of it. But, um, he was a nice man, mm. you know, and, um, and I tried not to, I did find out you were quite rude tonight, but yeah. I, I was haven't heard rude. all the t- I haven't heard all the times that you've spoken to him and haven't heard all the times mm. that he has probably bored you. Yeah. And I just felt really uncomfortable about it. Yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, if you've got an elderly, I don't know, if you, if you think of a, but I'm, I'm hesitating because I can hear the, I can hear my own voice when I'm speaking to you. What do you call that? It's really annoying. Echo. Um, echo, thank you. This is the, <laughs> this phone system here is absolute rubbish. 25 million pound studio and the number of people. Wow. Um, that call in and there's an echo. Hey, listen, I was rude to George. Yeah. I, I, I don't deny it. Okay, okay. But um, I also stand you, by it. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Well, I can't, I can't get it. Um, but I just, I, maybe I'm a bit of a soft touchy, and sometimes when there's an elderly person, you talk to them with a bit of respect. No, respect has to but, be earned. Even at any age? Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Kids, kids okay. may, kids may be the exception. Young kids could possibly be the exception. But you don't get a free pass, certainly not on this show, just for b- having lived a long time. There's no free pass from me. That's good. I, yeah, I, I would love to be like that. <laughs> because, I've, again, I've gone into a lot of conversations with people and I think, God, yeah, I just want to say stop. No. Sure, but it's not interesting me, but I can't. But also as well, you have to understand that this is a radio show. This is a show. Yeah. So there is an element of theatre, uh, th- yeah. to it. Now I wouldn't just, wouldn't just speak to anybody like that who, who phoned up. That was, this has been an ongoing, uh, pantomime relationship, love affair, whatever yeah. you want to call it, for years and years and years between me and George. Okay. Um, yeah. So if an old dude just phoned up, and I I wouldn't be quite as aggressive and as rude with them, necessarily. It depends what they were saying. It depends what they were saying, actually. Maybe I would. Um, But yeah, I was was rude. Um, And sometimes I'm rude to callers, and I sit back and I think, oh, God, no, that was terrible. And I phoned people up on air and apologised, like, a few minutes later. I phoned them up and said, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have spoken to you like that. But I stand stand by how I spoke to, to George. And can I also say that one of the first times I called you, actually, um, God, it was probably about three years ago, um, you cut me off because you were just 
peed up with what I was saying. I, I was probably talking rubbish, but <laughs> but you were quite rude to me. And do you know what you did? You actually text me yourself, and you were yeah. you were really apologetic. So that shows you what a nice guy you actually are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm, I, yeah, it was interesting. I'm a spiritual I giant. <laughs> I am at the moment. I, just, I was just. Uh, how was the holiday anyway with the kids? It was too hot. It was, As in how hot? It was. I was like thirty-six at various points. I don't know what that is in old money. It was just. Okay. It was. It was. It was too hot. But we had a great time. We had. We had the best time. And I, um, I've got them this weekend, which is why I'm taking Friday night off. And we're going to have a laugh. We're working on a top secret project that I'm never going to tell anyone about. And it's wonderful. That's really annoying because you know when you say top secret. Can't tell you about it. No. Oh, between me and my boys, and it's I can't. I'm not, I can't even, I'm not even going to use <laughs> the, the language that one might use to describe it because I don't want anyone. To, we are working on a top secret wow, project. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's wicked. I, I had I had some quality time with my son recently. We went to um, Amsterdam. Oh. oh. And um, he's nearly fifteen. Yeah. And uh, we <laughs> so we did the uh, ferry cruise, the mini cruise yeah. from Newcastle. So it's like 15 hours there, five hours in Newcastle, and uh, he went, man, can you, you just get stoned together? You went and got stoned like, with your no. son? I was like, no. no. No, Ben said to me, can we get stoned? I was like, that's never going to happen. We're doing it separately. We're getting stoned, stoned separately, <laughs> yeah, son. I'm getting maybe wasted. Maybe in a few years. <laughs> well, he said, but I thought you were cool, Mum. I said, no. I am, but maybe in a few years, not quite now. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Anyway, it's lovely talking to you. I'm sorry that, um, yes, yeah, just nice to hear your approach and and not getting aggressive with you like a lot of people are well some but, some uh, people are why did what were you saying before where i cut you off but by, by, by the way everyone gets cut off Every, everyone <laughs> gets cut off that's just the way it goes particularly in that last studio because we didn't have any faders so i couldn't do a nice fade down well thanks for that call there was no way of doing it apart from just cutting someone off so so what, what did i say do you know what do you know what? I really can't remember. There you go. I really can't. It wasn't that important, but it was so sweet of you that you actually texted me. Important enough to bring it up. All right. All right. No, no, no. I'm glad to see you. I was sticking up for you, saying that you are, you know, you're a nice guy. I'm know? a nice guy. <laughs> so then you should trust my, um, you should trust me when, uh, I'm telling someone they're boring. And I do, but there's people like rigging you up and give you a hard time. Oh, don't worry about them. You know. <laughs> don't worry about some kid phoning up and calling me the C word. Try, try, trust me, I can take it. Katie, thank you very much. I have faded you down. I'm fading up Christopher. Good evening, Christopher. Hello. 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 Hello? I can hear two, I can hear two lots, I don't know which ones to speak to. I can hear two lots of echo in. Right. Is everyone hearing echo? Right. Hayley, can you talk to people and find out if they're hearing an echo? Because if they are, then we're going to switch the phones off. Because what's the point of doing a poxy phone-in radio show if the first, everyone's first part of their call is, I can hear an echo? This is Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's uh, get to engineering out there. Um beds and get them to sort the phones out. I don't want to moan about it, but it's like giving an, an artist, uh, could you want to do some painting? Where are the paints? Oh, we haven't got any paint. There's the canvas and there are the brushes, but we don't have any paint. What am I supposed to do? Christopher, I'm sorry if there's an echo, mate. There's, there's, there's very little I can do about it. I'm hoping you can stumble through it. Yeah, I can hear you, okay? It's just that I get like about 20 seconds past radio in the background, but that's okay. Well, have you got the radio on? 
No, no, I haven't got the radio okay. on. It's coming through the phone here. Okay, well, I apologise for that, man. What have you got yeah, for no, us? that's fine. Um, I've, I've hanged up, uh, I'd like to talk about either, um, legalisation of drugs or the global warming thing. Okay, well, what do you want to talk about? Well, the global warming thing, I think that, um, I mean, there's a lot going on at the moment, isn't there? Everybody's moaning about it and the youth are panicking about it, that, that the future's going to be terrible. But in 30 years' time, AI is going to be able to solve global warming because it'll be the equivalent of solving a problem deserving a Nobel Prize every second, which, you know, that's what I think is going to happen in the future. They'll solve this, they'll clean the seas. AI is going to solve, AI is going to solve global warming. Yeah, AI. AI. And where, where have you got, where have you got, where have you got this from? From Joe Rogan. Do you want, do you listen to Joe Rogan, the podcast? No, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan's brilliant. He had a scientist guy on who was talking about, they're talking about quantum computers, uh, the future, and in the future, um, intelligence is going to be so that they can solve a Nobel Prize every second. That's how powerful the computers will be. So, that, so the problems in the future will all be solved. So, we, so what you're saying is we don't, we shouldn't worry about problems yeah. now because in the future they'll all be solved. They'll all be solved. By so, AI. so we shouldn't worry about them now. Yeah. That is Everybody the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Really? We shouldn't worry really? about them now because one day they'll all be solved in the future. Well, they'll only they be solved solve in the future if we if we start working on them now. But there's no need to work on them now because the computers of the future will fix everything. Who's everything. okay? So when do we get these computers of the future? Well, they're developing them now. Quantum computers are already... Oh, so we should all just sit back and, and, and carry on poisoning the planet and dying yeah, of cancer well, and all of that? Anyway, aren't they? Jesus, man, that's the, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and, okay. if, and if you're an argument for legalising drugs, then I'm totally changing my opinion and we should, we should never legalise drugs. No, I, I definitely, that's what I, I was going to say. And I, I think that lady doesn't understand um, what... Are you on speakerphone? No, no. Why does it sound awful? I, don't, I have no idea. I can, I can hear it, I can hear it 30 seconds ago what we were talking about. I don't care about the echo. I'm caring about the fact that you sound awful. Oh, right, sorry. Okay, so go and talk about drugs. Uh, yeah, the legalization of drugs, I think that it's a, I think that it really is a travesty that the, that, that the police chase after people who, who are addicted to drugs and they're made they're made to beg for, or whatever. I mean, have you seen the streets lately? Have you seen that amount of homeless people? There's more homeless people everywhere in the country. They're not all and on drugs. That's partly to do with the, the, the tax on the, on the bedroom tax. People couldn't pay their rent. Well, hang on, where's your, hang on a minute, where's your, your, where's your data that says that the, the number of homeless people is to do with the, um, spare room subsidy? Because I know homeless people that, that have been kicked out for that. And for, and for drug addiction as well. Okay, I mean, right. well, how many, how many do you know? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I give them money sometimes. Uh, well, so you don't know them? them? Yeah, well, I speak to them. Right, well, how many do you know? Um, only, only like half a dozen. Alright, and yeah. how many of that half a dozen are homeless yeah. because of the spare room subsidy? No, I only say about the spare room subsidy because That's, there was a bill that was Yeah, okay, well, how many of, how, well, you said that there, there is, there's an I increase want, in the number of homeless. You said there is an increase in the number of homeless because of the spare room subsidy. So, so how many of those six are homeless because of the spare room subsidy? One. One. Right, man, come on, you're doing a lot of extrapolation. <laughs> okay, alright. Here's the thing, right? 
Don't phone up and yeah. just make stuff up. Phone up and say facts and opinions, but don't just make stuff up. We don't know that there are masses more homeless people. Maybe there are, I don't know, but you, 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 you giving some money to some homeless people doesn't prove that point. Hello, where are you? This guy's, this guy, is this guy's phone is nuts. All right, Christopher, we, we can't hear you. Thank, thanks for... Hey, Laura. Oh, hello. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> is your name Laura? Oh, Laura, it's Laura. We spoke the other day, didn't we? Yeah. Hey, yeah, Laura, how's right. it going? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Good. Uh, also, yeah, well, okay, guaranteed, no F's and C's. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. At last, someone <laughs> who does not celebrate having a potty mouth. You know, I mean, I could, but I won't, you know. <laughs> okay, thank you. What you got for us, Laura? Um, well, drums, I think. Yeah, we're back. Back to, back to drums. Yeah, just bring it back to that. Um, you know, confession to make, I was a teenage metalhead. Yes, as, uh, as somebody says. Uh... And I wore my knees out. Your knees? Oh, what, my playing them? My knees with the, the old 80s Walkman. Yeah, yeah. Lying in bed, listening to all the usual, uh, all that stuff, uh, Maiden, Motley Crue, Van Halen, right, all, all that kind of thing. And that's, that's where the drums were. The drums were on my knees. Uh, so as far as, you know, what should people use as drums? Yeah, the well, knees. I think... I think you should just use... They're the best. Whatever. Have you seen... How Can I ask, how old are you, Laura? I'm 47. Okay, oh, so... so old, you're old. You're old like me. That's fine. So, you... Would you have seen uh, the mm -hmm. teenage video diary of Chris Needham in the 80s? No, sorry. Oh, mate, 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 mate. Go on YouTube. So, there was a series mm -hmm. on BBC Two, Teenage Video okay. Diaries, and what they did was they gave a video camera to about a dozen teenagers and they filmed their story. Aww. A friend of mine was in one about her being, I think about being adopted by two gay men, I think. Can't quite remember. Okay. Yeah. And there is one, and it's going to be from about 1989, maybe 1990, uh -huh. 91 yeah. maybe, called Chris Needham. And it's about him just trying to start a heavy metal band. Oh, wow. It is... Like a, it's like a real life Spinal Tap starring yeah. 15 year olds. It is oh. the funniest thing in the world. Thank you, I shall. <laughs> uh, let me just make Chris Needham. Let me make sure it's on YouTube. There we go. Okay. In bed with Chris Needham. Are you following me on Twitter? I, I am actually, yeah. Right, I'm I'll, gonna, I'll, I'll see that. I'm gonna tweet it this very second. Okay. Here you, oh, hang on a minute. Here you go, team, the best TV show ever, in bed with Chris Needham. Honestly, you have, you have oh. to see it. It's, it's, it's just wonderful. Yeah. It's like a big cult thing. That was, that was probably me aged, you know, 15 as well. I think you're going to get a lot of identification with it. Yeah. There's, there's another thing. There's a thing called heavy metal parking lot. Oh, well. do you know what? I've heard of that. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's an American uh, one, again, from the days before uh, YouTube, social media, and it was, I think it may be Judas Priest, right. uh, like a, a gig in in the US, in the Midwest maybe, or somewhere, Yeah. Uh, and it was just interviewing people in, in the car park, going into the gig, yeah. and, and it was, it's that, you know, it's, I mean, I was, so I, I can't, I can't take the uh, P. 
and say, oh, look at these... Because you were one of them. Yes, I yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was. And I mean, everyone who, who ever had a bit of metal in them still has a bit of metal in them. Yeah. Well, but um, I'm thinking of, um, uh, Gloria Estefan. Well, yeah. She's, she's got quite a lot of metal in her, isn't she, after that coach crash, yeah. unfortunately. Oh! 30 years old and it's still too soon. Uh, Laura, listen, go and watch Chris Needham. It, you will absolutely love it. It's genius. Hello, Tina. Oh, hello. Hello, I'm Tina. Hiya. What a sparky oh. show it is uh, this evening. What have you got for us, I Tina? No, I was just thinking, oh, that poor woman you spoke to, you, you were deliberately winding her up by getting her name wrong. Chardonnay? Um, <laughs> I, might, I might have been. Yeah, you, you're the problem, it's you. I'm, I'm the problem, I'm the problem, but I'm also the solution, imagine. It's exactly that, you do, you wind everybody up. Oh, no, not everybody, I don't wind you up, Tina. That's because I won't let you. No, oh, you see through it, you're too clever. No, you're going to wind me up. No, I'm not going to wind you up, you see through it, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest and flattering, you see through the wind-ups, you're too clever. Mm. Too clever for me. <laughs> I'm really patronising now, like... <laughs> no, I'm not patronising. It's only patronising because the fellow you're mate in the background is laughing. Is it Ian in the background? Yeah, he's yeah. playing GTA at the moment. Of course he is. Of course he is. Because he's got... And this is the thing, Tina. He's got a beautiful woman there um, that he could be making love to in a variety of positions. And instead... Oh, I'll raise your car. <laughs> uh, uh, any... All right, he could be making love to you in one position... <laughs> And instead, he's, um, he's going around stealing cars and shooting people in a computer world. How sad yeah. is that, Tina? You deserve better than that. I know. Picking up prostitutes, that's what they do. <laughs> in the game, I'm assuming she means. In, in the, the game. game. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Is that, he, he hasn't even got the balls to go and pick up real prostitutes. He's picking up computer ones. He ain't got the money. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I was uh. thinking about poor old George. Wouldn't it be just better if you just didn't let him on? No, I don't mean that because I'm sure he's lovely. But uh, wouldn't it be better and, and just more fair if we just put him out of his misery? <laughs> Gave him well, a lethal injection. Like no, I just feel bad for him, but it's the same old thing, isn't it? Night after night. <laughs> oh, Tina. Oh, God, no. I'm going to have to go. No, I don't want to drop myself in it. I might come get a load of hate for Come and live with me. Come and live with me. No, what, on the farm? Yeah, come and live with me on the farm. No. Forget that, loser. I'll be, I I'll be the cleaner. I spell my name properly, and you I can go. do it in two positions. Oh, get you. Yeah, on top and on bottom. <laughs> Not like that! <laughs> and on that bombshell... I'm Thank you very that. much indeed. 0344 499 1000. We've got Mark, and then we've got Nigel. This is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, 344-499-1000. Let's go to Mark, then we've got Nigel. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Ian. How are you? I am a spiritual giant. Exactly. I've got a couple of questions for you. Yeah, okay. Are you going to come to Nottingham to do a rabbit hole? No. Well, that's a shame. And two, I've now been put off Garden A.Y. Because of one young lady using the seed bomb. Say that again? You've put off what? I've been put off 
Chardonnay wine. Oh, okay, because, uh, but her name was Chardonnay, so you should be put it's off. It's same, isn't it? Chardonnay, Chardonnay. Uh, what a, what a rude, what a rude young woman she was. Hey, listen, maybe I she's know. had a bad day. Maybe she's had a bad day. But here's the thing, don't, if you're going to phone up and criticize, I was rude to George, and there was definitely room for criticism there. But don't phone up and lie and say, I've been listening every day for a year. And, <laughs> <laughs> who, who does the show with me? I don't know. I don't listen that much. Well, come on. <laughs> for God's sakes. People, huh? Hey, Mark, can, I blow, can I blow your mind, right? Yeah. James Corden right, has yeah. um, got a new £5 million a year contract, right, to stay in yeah. America. I saw that. £5 million a year, right. Uh-huh. But guess, now, is this, um, guess who the top, the top earner is in American television, is it James Corden? No. Now this must be in total. This can't be. This this can't be a year. This has to be in total, right? The yeah. number right, the number three. We're going to do it in reverse orders. This must be in total. So the number three top US TV earner, right, with sixty four million pounds, is Doctor Phil. Okay. Doctor Phil. Are you aware of Doctor Phil? Yeah, I think I've seen him on Now, the I want to know why you won't let the lady sleep in the same bedroom as the boy. What's <laughs> going on? Something like that. <laughs> Number two, at 72.5 million pounds, is Ellen. Ellen. I love Ellen. I love Ellen. I think she's brilliant, right? So number three is 64 million. Number two is 72.5 million. Then we take a big old leap, right? Of 50 million. We go up to 122 million. You will never guess who it is. The number one top TV earner in America. I'm not sure. Shall I tell you? Go on. It's Judge Judy. Really? Judge Judy. Oh my. She's worth 122 million. Judge Judy. She must be taking backhanders. That is crazy. Judge, Ju now I like Judge Judy. Uh, I'm, I'm, my favourite episode of Judge Judy is the one that's got Johnny Rotten on. There's a real episode with the real Johnny Rotten on there, right? Um, uh -huh. but, and if, and I will quite often, if I'm at home, I'll, I'll put on the CBS channel, if I discover it by accident, and I'll do a Judge Judy marathon. I've got no problem with that. But she's the number one top TV earner in the United States worth 122 million pounds? That is crazy. That is Huh? Have you ever watched Judge Rinder? Yeah, it's, it's a bit rubbish, <laughs> that isn't it? makes me laugh. It's a, it's a bit rubbish. It is, but it's just funny. Is he? Like, I wouldn't even want him in court defending me. Is he a real judge? No, he's a real barrister. All right, okay, but, he's a real barrister. Yeah, I don't think, it's just Judy even a real judge. It's all the same sort of stuff that he does. I once pitched what I thought would have been a great TV show where I was going to be the judge. It's going to be Judge Judy, right? But it was going to be for kids. And it would be playground disputes, right? And so you'd have like two kids come in and you go, well, they go, well, that, he stole my marbles and called me a knob, right? And I, and I would officiate 
and would would work out who was telling the truth, and then I would punish the other one and stuff like that. And they never went for it. That would have been really cool to be fair, yeah. I think it would be good. So how come you're not coming to Nottingham? Um, because we went to Belfast where we sold out a venue and we lost eighty pounds. I'm kind of, you know, I like doing the shows and we have so much fun and we had so much fun in Belfast and actually it was worth it. It was worth getting out there and doing it and me and Kath had a really nice weekend. But just booking the shows is, it's a real hit and miss and we really have to, there's only so much, so many hits we can take financially and we really have to book places. I was thinking about that the other day actually. Yeah. Because obviously if you're not making anything, if you're only making, like, your free accommodation and you travel, there's probably no point in doing that. Hang on so a minute. you love spending time together. Someone's telling me that those are yearly salaries. Really? Shut the front door. Someone on Twitter has told me that that is... That Judge Judy gets paid £122 million a year? No. And there's me, I'm immediately 28. <laughs> but you're not doing anything important, Mark. You're just caring for vulnerable people. <laughs> Judge Judy <laughs> is sorting out people who've crapped in other people's cars. <laughs> that was a genuine case once. Mark, listen, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. We might come to Nottingham, find us a venue. Um, that's the yearly salary? $122 million? For Judge Judy? No. Haley, my research team, could you find out if that's true? That's the yearly salary. That's not their net worth. That is nuts. Nigel, imagine earning, imagine if Dracula earned £122 million a year. What would he say? Hello? Nigel? I have a revelation, Ian. Ian? Yes? I have a revelation about the Bible. Oh, <laughs> now he's yeah, doing I've Rainbow George! I, hello? He's doing Rainbow George, you've turned into, um, uh, yeah, Alistair McGowan! I, 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 got, I got, I got, I got a revelation to tell you, Ian. Go on then, let's hear it. <laughs> what, what did you, what, what? Yes, yes, Betty. Anyway. Hello? Meditating. I was meditating, Ian. You were doing what? I've been meditating. Dirty boy! On, before I came on the show, I was meditating. Good lad, me too. I've got a theory to tell you. You might find it in the viewers or listeners. Okay, if you, could, if you could do me a favour, Nigel, and go to that one spot in your house where we know you can get a phone signal. Yeah, uh, I, I've got a video from Carpenter at the New London Theatre. Yes. And, uh, I was gonna sing a bit to it sometime. Uh, sing along to it and see what you think of me singing a current carpenter song. So I used to sing her songs years ago. Okay, hang on a second. I've just been told that Judge Judy earns $900,000 per work day. She works 52 days per year. Well, hang on then. That's like 52 million. That's like 52 million dollars. She, but she earns $147 million pre-tax in 2017. What is, what is going on? It's Judge Judy. That's Judge Judy. Find out what channel Judge Judy is on in America, please. Um, I want to give them a call. Uh, yeah, I've met, you know, I've met Karen Carpenter. 
Yeah. Was okay. that a good idea? Okay. Nigel, go and stand where we can hear you, please. Was that a good idea with Ryan Bowe It was brilliant. Go and stand where we can hear you, because the phone signal... Uh, you should really let him speak. Nigel, it's Nigel, Nigel, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to stop you speaking. Go and stand where we know you can get a phone <laughs> signal. Jesus Christ! Nigel! Oh. oh God! Go and stand where we know you can get a phone signal. <laughs> I can't hear you, Nigel. Here we go. I'm in the right place now. Could you please start the phone calls there because we waste five minutes. <laughs> Nigel! 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 It's gone. Jesus. Oh, man, alive. Um. Let's, uh, hang on a minute. Let's, uh. Let's phone up. Let's phone up CBS or Judge Judy Works. I want access to the 800 number you have dialed is not free of charge outside the United States. Got money. If answered, you will be charged at international direct dialing rates for the call. If you do not wish to proceed with this call, please hang up now. I'm staying. I'm staying, baby. I want a piece of that pie. This is how Judge Judy makes her money. Thank you for contacting CBS All Access. For assistance with upgrading your subscription, please press 1. Oh. To modify an existing subscription, please press 2. For technical related issues, please press 3. For I... all other inquiries, please press 4. To repeat this menu, I... please press 9. I don't have the ability to press a number, so just, just put me through. Thank you for contacting CBS All Access for assistance with upgrading right. your... Right, Hayley, can you take that call and press four, please? I think four is going to be the one that we're going to need. Here we go. There's, there we go. Let's go. Let's speak. We value your feedback and would like to hear from you. You can tell us about your customer service experience by staying on the line after our representative has assisted you, and you will be directed to our automated survey system. Okay. All representatives are currently busy. Your current wait time is approximately 13 minutes. You're joking! To call you back in about 13 minutes. No! Press 1. If you would like to wait for a representative, simply stay on the line. No problem. 13 minutes! All of our representatives are busy assisting other callers. Please remain on the line and your call will be answered in the order it was received. My call is more important than their call. Don't give me the whole music. Jeez. It's good music, actually. Walking all day, driving a truck. Pick a pretty lady's getting across America. Oh, yeah. America. America, man. Making love in my truck I'm an American man Doing the best that I 
can. I got a gun. I put it in my pants and have some fun. I got a lady and a dog. I play football, American football. It's a good song now. I like that song. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're going to wait. I'm talk. I'm going to talk to CBS in America. I want a piece of um, Judge Judy's. Hello. The representative will be with you shortly. I want a piece of Judge Judy's sweet, sweet honey-filled pie. I don't mean it, that sounded vulgar. I didn't mean I want. The, I meant the money pie, not the, the 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 fanny pie, which you can say because fanny in America actually means ass. And I know this because I was at a Neil Diamond concert once and uh, with my mum, and he said, "Can everybody get up and shake your fannies?" And no one knew what to do. It's at Wembley Arena. No one knew what to do. It was very confusing. Making love to American ladies, firing my gun in the air, driving my truck, CB radio, watching the A-Team, yeah. That's a great song. Okay, 344 I'll take this call straight to air. Let me just take this. Uh, hello. Uh, hello, caller, you're on the air. F-word. How dare you! Don't say the F-word. Up by a guy named Joe. Go to the store and buy some things. They've got the same stores in America uh, as uh, they've got in Britain. Some of them, but some are different. They've got whole food. We've got whole foods. I got confused. I got a little bit confused. I was. I got confused. I'm an American. Yeah. Mm, uh, oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. I build a wall, stop the Mexican man coming in. Stop the drugs, free the babies. Well, yeah, I'm pro-life, I'm an American man. Go to church with it. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for contacting CBS All Access. My name is Tara. Please note that this call will be recorded for training and quality assurance purposes. With whom do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Hello, yes, my name is Ian Lee, and I'm broadcasting live from the United Kingdom. I just want to find out, is it true that Judge Judy earns, um, like $150 million? And if it is true, how do I get a piece of that pie? <laughs> um, you're calling from the UK? Yeah, we're live on talk radio now. And I'm, I'm a broadcaster, and I'm good, man. And Judge Judy's good, but I think I could do it when she's maybe on um, holiday, or as you say, vacation. Um, I'm unaware. Um, you know you're calling CBS All Access, right? CBS, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, and that's where Judge Judy works, right? Um, this is the streaming service. We're kind of like in comparison to Netflix for CBS All Access. Okay. This isn't re- necessarily CBS. Okay, could you put me through to the person that deals with the hundred million dollar contracts? Because I think I, I think I deserve one. I came third in I'm a Celebrity over here. You may have heard of me. I was the guy that stole the strawberries with Amir Khan. Um, no, unfortunately, I haven't. You missed that. I cried. I showed a sensitive side to masculinity in the 21st century. Hmm. Doesn't mean it. Doesn't ring any bells. Didn't make it over there. No, no, it doesn't. Balls. That's a shame. Um, 
If you'd want to mind if I could please go on a brief hold to see what I can do. Um, Beautiful. Thank you so much. And I'll be back great. with you in I just, just remind, I'm after a $100 million contract, please. Okay. Thank you so much. We'll be late for the news because if this works, and I think this is going to work, I'm going to buy the freaking news. The, new, the news is going to be me getting a $100 million contract. Serious music. They're taking me seriously. Serious music is being played. This is it. This is the executive hold music. This is not your American truck driving bullshine. This is, this is serious music. Classical. Very classy. This feels like Judge Judy hold music. <clears throat> This is how James Corden got the gig, isn't it? Okay, are you still oh, there with me? Hello, yes, I am, yes. So, when do we okay, start? So the only number I can provide you with right now is audience services. They're in charge of uh, shows and everything like that. So you could contact them at 1212. Yep, 1212. Yep, 975. 975. 3247. Okay, and you think they'll be able to give me 100 million? I don't even want the amount. She gets $150 million. Bert, who does it with her, I'm guessing is probably on like 110. I just want a $100 million contract, that's all. I'm un I'm unsure of what they'd be able to provide you with, or if I get a hundred million con dollar contract, you're getting a million dollars. You g just getting it as a <laughs> gift, as a gift to say thank you for the help that you've been. Okay, well, good luck. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Are you sure you don't remember me and Amir Khan stealing the strawberries? I am sure. Thanks so much for your help. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Johnny Rhythm just saying, good night to you all and God bless you. Thanks, Will. 
show tonight. Zero to hero. I've been called a C. And then secured a hundred million dollar contract. Wow. I spent all day in bed. This is like the best day ever. Oh, three. Four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. The last 50 minutes of the show before Paul Ross comes in and does his thing. Uh, let's go to James. Good evening, James. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, I think it's worth every penny that they're spending on James Gordon to keep him over in America. But I'm done. They should, they should keep going, definitely. Um, it's I don't well want to, uh, listen, I don't want to, you know, we're on this show, we celebrate. I don't want to sound all bitter and stuff, but I don't get it. I don't get it. I met him once, very briefly, after um, he was doing an Alan Bennett play, The History Boys. It's before he was famous. And um, Good play. It's a, it's a great play. Um, and the girl I was going out with at the time, this would have been about 15 years ago. So I'd, I'd, maybe a bit more than 15 years ago. I've done a bit of telly. But the girl I was going out with knew him for some reason. And so we, we went sort of backstage just to meet him and he said hello. And he was very nice and all of that. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, he became a huge superstar. But I don't, um, no, I am jealous. I'm gonna, I'm jealous. It's, it's, it's purely jealousy, James. I'm, I'm big I'm enough jealous. to admit it. I'm be- jealous. I'm jealous of him. I don't know what the Americans see in him. I don't know what we saw in him, let alone the Americans. But. Maybe the Americans will see something in me that the British public is so obviously missing. I think so. I think you should, um, I think you're selling yourself short just in Nottingham and Belfast. I think you should definitely do it. <laughs> shows abroad, shows the, overseas. The dream, right, the dream. And I've, I've, I wrote to some people and I never got a reply. The dream would be to do this show here and then one night a week do a phone-in show in America. Whether, you know, it's syndicated or whatever. But just imagine. And you could do it because you, you can do it. You know, I've done this show from home a couple of times. You can do it. Um, imagine George in America. Mate, imagine. But also imagine taking this act and exposing it to what is traditionally, as it is here, a right-wing phone-in thing. And there's me, you know, playing all psychedelic clips and leaving people on to talk to each other and telling people they're idiots and all of that stuff. I think it would work wonderfully. I mean, Chartney over there. Chartney. And I'm at a place, I'm at a period in my life, actually, where if this all went pear-shaped here, which you never know, it might do. I could quite, not easily actually, I, I, it would be difficult, but I could go and live in America for a, for a couple of years. I could make that work. I fancy living in America. Yeah. The, the gigs are better, Hi-dee-hi. the vibe's better, and then you can just sod off and live in the country if you don't like I it. Could, I, I think I could do it, and it'd be tricky with the kids and stuff, because the kids would stay here with their mum, but I could make it, I think I could make it work. Anyway, that's just me thinking out loud. James, what have you got for us this evening, please? No, I was just going to say that I really enjoy your calls with George, and I think people are being harsh on you, and we need the other side of the coin. He wouldn't keep calling if he thought it was bullying or you were being mean, so I think people should get off your case. I think he enjoys it, you enjoy it, and I think... Shut up, you see. You're a C. You're a C. (laughs) But here's the thing about calling someone a C. Everyone's now thinking of the actual C word. It's the same as saying... The C word, because you say C and people in their heads put the last three letters in. And so everyone's hearing the C word when you say the C word. You don't want to do that in America. No, man. Ten times the impact over there. Um, I was I was a bit mean to George today. 
It was, it was meaner than usual. I can't, I've got no defence against that, but it felt deserved and it felt, um, uh, it got a reaction from some people, which is good. It's good to listen to the radio show and actually feel something, whether it's anger or disappointment or joy. Um, but also, he just doesn't listen, man. He doesn't listen. And you know what? He, he, he'll call tomorrow and the day after or, no, I don't think he's in. No, but he, Howard, Howard's in on Friday, so he'll call and he'll get 25 minutes. They deserve each Maybe. other, them two. He'll get 25 minutes on air talking his rubbish and Howard will lap it up. I just think it's funny that you were quite, you were low yesterday yeah. and everyone brought you up and you were quite high today <laughs> and everyone's kind of stuck your buzz. Everyone's trying to bring the vibe up. Everyone's bringing me down. James, always nice to talk to you, mate. Oh, James, was you, your mum was poorly, wasn't she? She was. She's in nursing care now. Hey. Um, it's the best place for her. Right. We'd probably have lost her by now had she okay. been at home still. So it was a big change to the place and my life, but it's, she's in the best place and she's getting the best care possible, so okay. I'm happy. Well, I, I know what that is uh, is like, and it is a, uh, it's, 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 it's tough on everybody. And um, But yeah, if you know that tough she's... Tough decision, man. It's a tough decision to make, to, oh, to say... I get, did you have to make, did you make the decision? I had to, yeah. It was you that did it. It's, uh... Yeah. And you feel like you've betrayed her, like mm. you've got the best interest. Yeah. But then I see her, I visit her, and the, the time we spend together now is a quali- more quality time. Um, it's, it's for the better all round. Well, because you're not seeing her, I'm assuming, and I'm, I guess I'm putting my story on this, but, but, but when I would see my mum when she was in her house, I would be over there and I would be cleaning things and I would be feeding her and I would be checking that she had toilet roll and asking how she yep. got that bruise and all of that stuff. But now I can go and see her and we can go out for a coffee or we can go and see a film and I don't have to worry so much about how healthy she is. It's a little bit harder than that. She's bed bound and right, she can't okay. really get around as much. But I can actually talk to her, be more civil. So the time we spend together is more quality. So it's actually for the best. Mate, um, and are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm coping. Um, my cat died the other day as well. Oh, so I've, been, I've been hit by a few things lately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's life, isn't it? That's life, man. You're a good man, James, and I wish you lots of luck. Thanks, man. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's go to Nelly. Good evening, Nelly. Good evening, Ian. You okay? I'm fine. I was thinking about you today. Yeah. In what, um, scenario? I was masturbating. Um, right. When I, I phoned in because, um... <laughs> I was just thinking, I, I was, I was so sorry. I was just thinking that you hadn't called in for a while, and, um, I just, I just sometimes put call, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I made myself laugh. I do apologise. So sometimes yeah. I just—I oh, feel I've soured the tone ever so slightly. Um, uh, I'm just thinking you haven't called in for a little while. That's all, and then you've called in, and I've—I've I've upset you. No, you haven't upset me. I was just—that's just all. Just, oh, it's fine. <laughs> so, because... Go on. Sorry. Yeah, I've got. Um, well, because I haven't called in for a while. Yes. Uh, for you, various reasons. You've got I've lots called... of made-up top tens that are impossible no. to answer. No, I've, I've just made a list of things okay. that I've thought might be good com- you know, topics to ring in about. Okay. So, you know, I've got, like, a list here. I mean, you can just tick them off or choose one or whatever. Let's go th- Let's go through them and see okay. what we get. And by the so way, if I'm th- assuming if anyone wants to call in about these, Nelly, they're welcome to. Is that right? Yeah, go on then. If you want to, yeah. Wow! 
Oh, this attitude, I love it. Oh, three, I'll take calls straight to air, Haley. If anyone wants to call in while Nelly and I are just chatting and wants to join in with any of the topics, even though Nelly's quite reluctant, I'm actually up for it. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. 1,000. Nelly, let's, let's fire away. Let's see where we get to with these. going to be good. Okay, Ian. So, number one, yes, uh, I've written down My Mother of the Car, which I think refers to the 1950s American television show. Okay. Which is basically about a bloke who buys an old car that's uh, possessed by his mum. Oh, I've heard about this. So, But he has to enter his mum. Yeah, it's the best theme tune in the world. Uh, well, oh, wait, 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 hang on a second. I'll, I'll um, be the judge of that. What's it called? I entered my mum. My mother, <laughs> my mother the car. My mother the car theme. Okay. Really weird. Okay. Oh, the. Th- th- uh, okay, here we go. Get fifty pounds. Whoa! Hey, that's that's an advert. Hang on a second. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. Wow. That opening line is, uh, is mind-blowing and very presumptuous. Everybody knows that in the second life, we come back sooner or later. Okay. Yeah, well, the thing is, Ian, what do you think the next line's gonna be? Sooner or later. Yeah. Everybody knows in the second life, we come back sooner or later. Oh, is it gonna have to do with the radiator? <laughs> no. Mater. No. Oh, we got to find it's out. Not, yeah. Is anything from a pussy cat to a man eating alligator? Whoa! Is anything from a pussy cat to a man eating alligator? Of course. Of course. Okay. And carry on. You know. Well, you all may think my story is more fiction than it's fact. You all may think my story is more fiction than it's fact. Again, there's no car rhymes coming up with fact. I reckon it's that. They say that. Actually, I can't remember. Okay. But believe it or not, my mother dear decided she'd come back as a car. She's a very own guiding star. A 1928 quarter. That's my mother dear. She helps me through everything I do, and I'm so glad she's here. My mother car. My mother car. Uh, 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 hang on, there's an ep- uh, there's an episode here. I've got, I've got, hang on. There's a guy wandering around what we would call in America a car lot. I think that's the one where he actually finds the car with his mother inside. Yeah. Don't spoil it for me, mate, please. Oh, thanks. Here we go. Fixer Upper. Do you want to know the next thing on my list? That's yeah, about. go on, because that's quite a long, uh, yes, go on. 03444991000. Um, people are not champing at the bit yet, Nelly, but I'm sure this next one's going to get them. Away you go. Okay, um, I've written down post-sex chat. So, obviously, you know, after 
you know, you do that. Uh Um, There's usually uh, a bit of a silence and there's before conversation. There's a, bit of a si- there's a bit of a silence and a slight feeling of shame and awkwardness. Yes, I do know that. So I just wanted to know what maybe is a good conversation starter in that sort of scenario. 0344, stay there Nelly, I've got to take a break. 0344, 499, 1000. What, I tell you what I normally say straight after sex. Sorry. Uh, but let's get your conversation starters after intercourse and we're going to hear the rest of Nelly's Excellent phone in topics. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Okay, I'll take these calls straight to air. We've got um, uh, Nelly calling in. Nelly, just give us that last topic again, please. Uh, Post sex chat. Okay, it's um, it's always a, it's always a tough. Uh, uh, thing, and, you know, I, I'm aware that I talk about sex a lot on this show, so I'm, I'm gonna keep shtum. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um, what, what, what do you say? Do, surely you say something like, that was fun. Thank, thanks for letting me, you know, thank, thanks for doing that to my willy. I don't know, you know, there's plenty well, you can say. Well, there's, uh, see, obviously I've been with the same woman for ten years now, so I'm thinking back. Yeah. Um, I sort of what I used to do is maybe pick up a conversation we'd had prior. <laughs> just sort of like pick it up and thought, just, oh yeah, would and odd. So then, what? What? So did you see the next episode twenty four? Something like that. Wow. Uh, or yeah. Or just let her recover and just not say anything. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then. Um. I, I mean. The, uh. I'm talking less about sex, so because yesterday was a very sexy show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Move on. What's yeah, your okay. next? By the way, the, this hasn't really lit the phones up as much as we were both hoping. Right. Okay. Um. So, number three, Greg's the Bakers. Okay. Now this is this. Now you're speaking all, the language of the listener, I think. Well, first of all, yes. Do, do you like Greg's? Who doesn't? Num- Question number two, what is your preferred um, option when you go to Greg's? A big sausage roll. Number three, did you know there are Greg's factory outlet shops yeah. where they sell cheap Greg's? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are they? Like, like, um, like, is it like buying broken biscuits? Well, no, it's just like the previous day's Greg's. Yeah. That, that, that gets sent to this, these shops. Right. You buy them cheap. Where do I... Hello? Hello? Hello. Um, I want to talk about the post-coital issue. No, thank you. Christ. No. (laughs) 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 Oh, Nelly, you've made me laugh so much. The the, the vitriol coming from your mouth then. Let's try this one. Hello, caller. You're through to Nelly's hotline. So I was in bed with Maggie... And uh, we've just finished. Oh, God. And then what what happened was um, we just both lay there for a bit, and then she said to me, well, you don't talk to me anymore. And I said, well, what do you mean? I'll, I'll talk to you whenever you want. And she said, no, no, no. And then I started talking dirty to her, because that's what I thought she meant. Yeah. Like, dirty talk, dirty. sexy thing. Sexy things. Yeah, but uh, she didn't. She said, no, talk to me like normally. So that was it. 
didn't work. Okay. That's, um, uh, that's a sad story there. Who's Maggie? I've got no idea what happened in the last three minutes. Mm. You've made the show go weirder than it normally is, Nelly. So at these, like, cheap Gregs, what they do is, like, the previous day, yeah. they, they sort of, all the, like, sort of leftover food yeah. goes to these, like, specialist factory outlet shops. Right. And get, like, four, four sausage rolls for a pound. Well, where are these? Well, what, what, well, here's what we do. We all stop buying Greggs. We all agree that we're not going to buy buy Greggs. Then we all just get the cheap stuff the next day. Well, they, they, yeah, that's that. There <clears> yeah, you go. That's that's what we need to do. Where are uh, they? Where, where do I find one? I think most of them are in the northeast. To be fair, it's a long that's way to where, travel, but Greggs is so good. Uh, I think that's where Greggs was like sort of based out of, isn't it? So I think there's like more Greggs there than anywhere else. And Greg is a world. real Greg is a real person. Well, I'm, I'm presume so. I'm, yeah. Well, I don't think it's a random name as chores. Okay. Just the All right, I, I'm going to be yeah. honest, Nelly. You, you, you're very up and down. Next one. Go on. Uh, egg preference, I've written down. So, Large. Into, so Ian, so taking into account yes. uh, the um, the type of egg meal, how difficult it is to produce, how how good you are at making it, and yes. how tasty yes. the egg, egg meal is, which egg meal would you make? Poached eggs on toast, obviously. Oh, good choice, yeah. Po I do yeah, the I best do. poachers. I do the best poachers. And I just do them in a saucepan with, uh, I don't need vinegar, I don't need any of that stuff. I time them to, to voila perfection. I am spot on with the poach, poached eggs and I've, uh, I would smother them in half a bottle of sweet chili dipping sauce. So, you know, the problem with me and poached eggs is just, they just splatter everywhere and I can't get them it's all. Because you don't know how bit. to do them, because you're an idiot. Because yeah. what you got, but, you got to stir the water. The water oh. has to be going at quite a, a, a circular pace before you crack the egg in. Yeah, I prefer egg and soldiers myself. Okay, so, this next one had better be good, Nelly. Otherwise, you're just getting cut straight off. Right, okay, okay. Um, Sean Connery, of course. Sean Connery. Uh, what happened tonight? Uh, huh? And passing away, so... Well, hang on. Whoa, whoa. Sean Connery's... About, uh, hang on. So... Hang on, shut um, up. Sean Connery's dead? So, what's happened is... There's, made... there's been, like, reports coming out... No, there hasn't. That they, that they don't know if it's, um... No. Suicide or a bookcase falling on him. So, they think it was a case of self-harm. I missed the joke. Say it again. Short harm. Sean Tom. Case of... They didn't know if it was suicide yes. or if a bookcase fell on him. Yeah. They're saying it was a case of shelf harm. Shelf, oh, shelf harm. Shelf harm because he says shh instead of, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to cut you off for that. Sean Connery's not dead. Outrageous. Oh, we just wasted 15 minutes talking to that guy to end on a rather dubious joke. Right. Let's take calls straight to air for till the end of the show, shall we? I think we'll do that. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Okay, let's uh, take calls straight to air. 344 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. 03 
We're going to take calls straight to air. It's the last 30 minutes of the show. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm hungry. I think it's a McDonald's drive-thru tonight. I think it is. I've got a long day to... I'm up early tomorrow. I've got to be up uh, about ten past nine. Oh, tough to... Yes, but I don't get to bed until three. Up at ten past nine, because I've got the boys all day tomorrow. And, um, we're going to have fun. I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow, actually. I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. Um, oh no, hang on a minute, I've got the wrong... <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. I do, ap- I do apologise, guys. A little bit windy pops. A little bit windy pops. Um, Mum, Kerry Rumble... Kerry Rumble, whose husband looks like a really old version of uh, Ron from Sparks. Mum, Kerry Rumble stays awake all night battling to stop her home being invaded by slugs. Imagine. God, I had four dead creatures brought into my house today by these bloody cats. Two shrews and two mice. And Mucky just came in and she sat down. She, I was on the computer, one of the rare moments I was up today. And um, she, I heard her sort of sit down behind me. And she did a little meow. They never really meow, the, the, the young cats. And I turned around and she's just there chewing on a mouse. I went, oh, come on, man. Come on. And so now what I do is I just, I just, no qualms. I just pick them up by the tail, the mice, not the cats. Just put them in the bin. Put them in the bin. And I came back, when I got home yesterday, in the kitchen, there was a mouse and it was its head and its tail. And then like where its body was, it was just like a, a red strand of, um, like, like guts, I guess. Pick it up by the tail, put it in the bin. Don't have a problem with it. Happens so much now. I don't have a problem with it. I just get on with it and I deal with it. And that's that's life. That's what we do. That's life. That's what we do. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Mum Kerry Rumble stays awake all night battling to stop her home being invaded by slugs. She says the pests have targeted her kitchen between midnight. And 5 a.m. every day for a month. Sounds a little bit, uh, paranoid. To think that they're deliberately attacking her. The 47-year-old. Caught 10 slithering across her worktops. That's nothing. You wait till the next sentence. She even found one inside her kettle. No, mate. No, mate. No, 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 mate. No, mate. The mum of three has now covered the floor of her um, council home in Hull with salt in an effort to kill off the critters. It's beer, isn't it, you're supposed to... um, you're supposed to, that gets rid of them. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless.
Thank you very much. I've noticed someone told me on uh, that there's this nutty woman who we banned a long time ago for being nuts. Actually, like proper, dangerously unpleasant, unfunny, very dark, nasty nuts, who keeps tweeting that she's been getting on the show this like this week and last week. It's like what? Why would you, why would you lie like that? That's a weird thing to lie about, isn't it? Some people are so um, flaky. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi, Ian. It's Liam. Hey, Liam. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, how are you? I'm on top of the world. I'm a spiritual giant. Uh, I've been listening to your show tonight. It's been pretty funny. It's been all right tonight, actually. I've had a laugh. Thank you. Yeah, the lady earlier who was shouting at you, that was a bit annoying. I had to turn the radio down. I can't remember her name, like Charizard or Chartney. Her name was Chartney. She's very angry. She listens to the show every day for a year and is very, very angry and called me a C-word. But I, here's the thing. I enjoy those calls. Back in the day, years ago when I used to do this, those calls used to get me angry and I would be like... (laughs) And I could feel the anger. If you listen to the start of that call, you might hear me actually properly get a little bit angry at the start because I I started getting that... I could feel the anger coming up. Um, Yeah, but me and my friend were getting angry on your behalf. Oh, I bet. But I managed to... he couldn't believe how like children were being with it. He was like, she was so routine. I managed to let I managed to let it go about forty five seconds into it. I managed to to let it go because that's old behaviour. But um, I uh, I enjoy, I enjoy those calls because when I, as someone who listens to radio myself, Liam, I like those. I like hearing those calls, and you don't get them very often. So I'm I'm a big fan <laughs> of those. So I I enjoyed I it. I don't know. Have you ever heard LBC man? They got loads of videos. Phoning, you know, they, <laughs> they got loads of idiots presenting on there. Oh, uh, well, I didn't want to say it myself. But no, I've said it for you. I'll <laughs> take the flack. I'll take the flack. They're all a-holes. Yeah. There was that guy telling jokes earlier that were really bad, and I, uh, I was thinking I, I might be able to tell a good joke, maybe. Uh, well, you, can, for it. you can try it. I get very uncomfortable when people tell jokes, um, because I don't know how to react. I do sometimes wonder, yeah. and I'm not making light of this, I do sometimes wonder if I'm on a bit of a spectrum. Maybe we are, we're all on a bit of a spectrum. But whenever someone comes up to me and says, I've got a great, great joke for you, I just, I kind of freeze because mm. I don't, and I, I fake going, <laughs> yeah, that was good, man. But I, but I don't, I, I never laugh, yeah. when, I never genuinely laugh when someone tells me um, a joke. But go on, this might be, this might be the, a, a, a different thing. Let's have it. Okay, so, yeah, it's just a joke that I like, and that's the main reason why, actually, because okay. most, most of the time, you're right, most of the time people tell jokes, it's annoying, and they're not that good, so I thought this might make up for it. Um, how do you turn a duck into a soul singer? Um, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to let you, t- I'm going to let you say it. So, to turn a duck into a soul singer, just pop it in the microwave. For about 15 minutes and wait until it's Bill Withers. Until his Bill Withers. His Bill yeah. Withers. Liam, on that bombshell, I'm going to say thank you very much for your call and we're going to go to line three. Good evening, line three. Hello, how are you doing? I'm okay, how are you? Um, not so bad, man. Um, it's been a long time since we talked. Yeah, it's been about two years. Yeah. And, um, I know we didn't part on the best of terms, but, um, um, 
really back here to say, um, I'm sorry that we parted. I thought we parted on all term. right terms. I thought we parted on all right terms and we agreed that we weren't going to talk anymore, but you've called up and that's great you've called up. What have you got for us tonight, Big Gav? <laughs> Big Gav. Um, yeah, the one thing that I'm probably, um, having problems with is, um, something that I hope you might be able to help me with is I've, I've been dry for a long time. Okay. And, I'm coming back onto the source. Okay. Um, I don't do it a lot. I mean, I go for two, three, four weeks completely dry. Yeah. And then um, possibly for a weekend, I spend every available bit of money that I've got on 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 the old source. And it's something that I'm I'm scared about because I know that I can go without it. I can't, do you listen do you listen to the show? Every every night man. Right. Every well, night. I can't I can't help you beyond uh you know my story, you know what I did, that's all I can suggest. I know you think the twelve steps is the well, is all, all I can tell you is my story. I know they're not for everyone, but they it saved my life. It worked for me. Are there any alternatives apart from? I don't know. That, I don't know because that's that's what, what what worked for me. And and you know, if you, you, all I can say is that that worked for me. And if you don't want to give that a go, that's cool, man. But I, that's all I can offer you. Um, in that case, that's brilliant. And again, uh, Ian, thanks for taking my call back. You're very very welcome. Let's go to line three. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, on this toe list of all Thursdays. Welcome, sir. What is your membership number? 24, sir. Excellent. One of my favourites. Good God, that's a beautiful thing. I've had a good week, Ian. I've God. had uh, two pairs of new shoes and a new front door. <laughs> what well, have you got? What, you got four feet or something? What's going on with two pairs of new shoes? Because listen to you, oh. bloody Howard Hughes, the uh, billionaire, not the radio presenter. That's it, that's it indeed. Uh, me and my daughter have just watched the uh, Rocket Man, the Elton John film. Rocket Man, running out of love and love and no. That's the one. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen no, it. it's very good. I bet it's oh, brilliant. I don't, know really, yeah, it's really, I don't know really much about any of his lyrics or stuff, or I just know who he is. Grew up, I've been watching him in the 70s and 80s, and yeah. uh, it's really, really good. I bet it's great. And of course, directed by friend of the show, Dexter Fletcher. Him from the uh, Press Gang. Master. Uh, he was on Games Master Press Gang, yeah, he's been on the show as well, Dexter, he's, and, um, yeah. uh, he, he, he was, he, he might come on the show at some point. I've been yeah, texting him. He's a very interesting man. He's, he's, oh, Dexter Fletcher. He, you know, um, he lived in a car for about a year. Why? He, he, he lost, he couldn't get any work, and I think, I think he was into drugs, I can't quite remember, I can't quite remember, but he ended up living in a car. Well, drugs are quite Moorish. They're very, very, like a fine ginger cake. Mmm, yum, 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 like a fine ginger lady. Okie dokie, now we got a little bit vulgar there, for goodness sakes, Danny, number 24. 03444991000, call straight to air, this is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers, don't go to bed, the party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Yes, 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 everyone on Periscope's doing a food order. 
I wasn't going to have McDonald's, but then I weighed myself today and I was, I was, I thought I'd be closer to 15 stone. I was 14 stone six. So that means I've, I've, I've like put on a pound from eating all those McDonald's. So it's like, well, I might as well have another McDonald's then. I might as well, uh, I might as well do that. Holy the lonely. Roy Orbison was not a great, was not great as far as I, I don't want to get too controversial in the last 15 minutes of the show. But Roy Orbison was 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 lousy. Let the only good Roy Orbison song, and have I got this right? He was like fifty six when he died, right? He was Roy Orbison. I'm sure was only fifty six. He looked fifty six in the sixties. Was he fifty six? I, I bet I'm right. I bet you I'm right. He was, wasn't he? 56. Have you seen that picture of the travelling Wilburys? And someone's put their ages or by them. And they're all younger than I am now. The travelling Wilburys. I mean, now they're older than me, but the picture of when they were the travelling uh, uh, Wilburys. Um, th- they're all younger than me now. It's nuts. No, the only good thing he, he did was, um, anything you want, you got it. Boom, boom. That was it. Everything else, drove all night. Rapey. Pretty Woman. Rapey. The one about the candy-coloured clown. I mean, just atrocious. But uh, Anything You Want, Boom Boom, is a fantastic song, man. That's, oh, we didn't do the Slug Lady. Look, I'm sorry, I do apologise. We got distracted by, by Nelly. I apologise. 0344 499 1000. Calls straight to, straight to air. Uh, Mum Kerry Rumble stays awake all night battling to stop her home being invaded by slugs. Uh, Crying was an awful song as well. She says the pests... I don't really like those old croners. That's the problem with me. They they, they get on my nerves. She says the pests have targeted her kitchen between midnight and 5am every day for a month. The 47-year-old caught 10 slithering across her worktops. That's not a euphemism. And she even found one inside her kettle. That could be a euphemism. The mum of three has now covered the floor of her council home in Hull with salt. Um, in an effort to kill off the critters. Hang on a second. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hang on a minute. Now, now you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian, it's Jack. Hey, Jack, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thing. Oh. Robertson. Yeah. Do you know, um, do you know a song called A Love So Beautiful? Um, no, is it by Roy Orbison? It's by Roy Orbison. Uh, is it, is, is Roy Orbison, is it? Yeah, it's called A Love So Beautiful, and it is, it's a really good song. I'm gonna listen to it now, Jack. We're, we're gonna, we are gonna listen to it now. And if it's not, if it's I, not, so it's by, who's it by Roy Orbison? <laughs> Yeah, but wait there, I need to give you a little bit of context. It's at the end of a movie called no, no. Indecent Proposal. No, 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 no. What do you mean? Don't talk to me as though I went to the pictures to see Indecent Proposal. Yeah, and at the end, you'll remember this song. Oh, well, I won't remember the song because it was, the film was like 25 years ago and it was crap and I only went with a girl because I was, fancied her. Um, but you can't. A, bit of a song being at the end of a film, giving it context, does not a good song make. 
the song has to stand up on its own. Doesn't matter that Woody Harrelson um, has it off with Demi Moore. She is stunning in that film, and he's great. He's good looking in that film. Um, but that's irrelevant. Mm. That's irrelevant. We're going to listen to a. Uh, hey, that that could be a, a calling topic. What, what would you do? If well, so, well, if someone offered you a million dollars. Well, it, it depends. Well, what to have sex with um, Robert Redford? No, with your wife. If someone offered me a million dollars to have sex with my wife, it'll be awkward as we're divorced. Uh, at, the, at the time. Well, I would have sex with my wife, yes. No. Yes. The, what about the millionaire that wants to take her away for a night? No. It's really, even at the time, people went, um, the premise of this film is really unpleasant. <laughs> so, no. Dreadful. It's awful. All right, here we go. This is A Love So Beautiful. Oh, Jesus, already it's awful. He yeah. just did it with my wife. This is so good. Are you singing it, Jack? But you didn't let it get to the oh, love so beautiful. Thanks for your call, Jack. Next time, have a really long, hard think about whether you want to make that phone call or not. A million dollars. Of course not. Of course not. Why would you let a million dollars? Well, it would depend, I suppose. And if you're like swingers, right, and you're kind of into you know, swapping partners and stuff like that anyway, and you do it for free, sometimes you have to pay to go to those parties, I have been told. Imagine if I went to a swinging party, right, and and someone recognised me. Oh, I've thought about it. I'm thinking. You go, you'd be like, there with, you know, with someone else's wife and the husband's there and there's a fella there and a lady there. And then they go, you're the strawberry guy, aren't you? It wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. The mum of three has now covered the floor of her council home in Hull with salt. 0344, by the way. 499-1000 is the telephone number. Call straight to air. Um, <clears throat> in Hull with salt in an effort to kill off the critters. Kerry said at first there was just, there was just two, one, two, or maybe three, but now there's eight or ten at one time. There's just too many. We're not going to bed until 5am because we're having to catch these slugs at that time. Kerry and her partner, Carl Taylor, checked the... Ha and he looks like um, the uh, Ron from Sparks. Kerry and her partner, Carl Taylor, checked the house for holes, but found none. Checked the house... For holes, they gotta be living in the house. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Are the, are the, do, you, do you think the slugs could be attracted to her, Charlie? Jeez, I mean, this is a callback to something from 15 years ago. Just, just a thought, Thank trying you. to be helpful. Thank you very much indeed. That's a callback to a phone call, literally from 15 years ago. A spokesman for Hull City Council said officials are aware of Kerry's plight and a surveyor was due to visit and carry out repairs next week. 
Well, there you go. That's that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I just know that in the dying minutes of the show, we are going to get uh, we're going to get a call. You can with how um, someone is just saying on Periscope. I hate it when people say literally and they don't mean it. Well, here's the thing, and this is this is literally true, and I didn't believe this, but about you know ten years, and this sounds like a joke. Hey, you know they've taken the word gullible out of the dictionary. Ten years ago, maybe fifteen years ago. They changed the definition of the word literally. Did you know this? They have literally changed the definition of the word literally. And this is what makes language so wonderful. Because it evolves. Because so many people were saying, oh man, I literally died today. You know, or I, um, uh, I, I literally had a heart attack today. And of course they didn't mean literally. So the definition, the dictionary definition of the word literally now has two meanings. It means literally when something literally happens. And it also means, um, you know, used in when you're telling a story as a kind of like a comparison, exaggeration type thing. So it, uh, it's true. That, that's, that's what happened. 0344. 499-1000 is the, uh, telephone number. Uh, let's, I mean. We've been pretty much above the waist for most of the show this evening. Let's let's go below the waist. Let's set, let's set the tone for for Paul's show. Um, the world's funniest fart sounds. The world's funniest fart sounds messy, lasts four seconds, and is embarrassing. Scientists say. Actual scientists are saying this. They've done research into the best farts. Someone's saying the big O looked old when he was young because when he was in his 30s, both his sons died in a house fire. Does that make you look old? Um, They studied 176 types ranging from the common quack and the cheeky squeaker to the show-stopping thunder blunder. A team led by neuroscientist Dr. Helen Pilcher they fa- they found a cure for cancer then, right? That's all, that's all, that's all sorted. Um, statistically analyzed results of a public vote and drew up a mathematical formula. It reads F equals 1 times L, S times K divided by blah, 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 where I stands for intensity, L for length, and S for social embarrassment. The letter K is the number of kids present and A the age of the listener. G represents the gender factor. Women's farts are funnier, so multiply by 1.05. Come in, Paul, and save us all from... Save us from ourselves. Save us from ourselves. How are you doing, man? You are right? Very well indeed. In fact, there's a, a chap called Don Diego from Jacobean Times who let rip, I think, in a cathedral, and it was so the talk of London that he's mentioned in a play by Webster. Wow. And it says, thou smells like Don Diego's fart. Wow. So that man has lived forever, or lived for 500 years in English literature because of his emission. Well, I, I wonder if the same will be true for Catherine Boyle, because she is, I mean, I, it's not polite, but... She hasn't got a son, has she? The temptation to call your boy Lance Boyle. Yeah, well, yeah, you go, you see. Uh, what have you got on your show tonight? I'd like to say, first of all, um, you played My Mother the Car, the original theme tune. I've never heard of this show. Jeremy Van Dyke, Dick Van Dyke's brother, starred in it. Really? Only ran for one series, and I've got a brilliant version of it, and you'll probably find it online. Sammy Davis Jr. covered it, oh. when he was absolutely, he does, my, everyone knows in this whole life, he'll come back sooner or later, as everything from a pussycat 
to a man-eating alligator, right. but the mother comes up as an inanimate object, voiced by Anne Southern. Around that time, off his head on Snow White, yeah. Sammy Davis also covered, and it's quite good, a version with lyrics of the whole oh, I You can count on me, babe. It's incredible. I've played it many, we'll, we'll, we'll start the show try, tomorrow. Try and dig at his version of My Mother the Car. Oh, I so will. full on. And Is that on the same, because that's a weird album of him doing like TV Yeah, I've got so themes. many. I've got, I, I gave away, or didn't give them all away. I left them when my second wife kicked me out and she gave them all to a charity show. Right. Uh, but yeah. I've had so many different Sammy yeah. Davis Jr. compilations, but he's done some I don't stuff. know much about Sammy Davis Jr. He, I you know, know he converted to Satanism for three or four days. Did he? In the 60s. He converted to Judaism. Yeah. And of course was a, you know, key member of the rap band, a great voice and performer. Yeah. I know that he got, his, his eye is so screwed up because of car crash. Yeah. And they took him, the nearest hospital was like 20 minutes away, but it was a white hospital yeah. and they had to drive for like an hour and a half to the nearest black hospital. And well, it's, his autobiography, he wrote a couple, but the first one called Yes I Can, which is one of his songs, is terrifying because he was, you know, a little small fella. Yeah. He'd been on showbiz since he was two or three years old. You can see footage of him doing a great song, I'll be glad when you're dead, you rascal, you. And he's just full of talent as a four or five year old. But he was in the first integrated unit in the American army. Right. But nobody told the crackers and rednecks you couldn't beat some of these soldiers practically to death. Wow. So in his time in the American army, he had the most horrendous time. Yeah. And he'd been known for being on, you know, being a, a kind of stage show. Wow. So, so. And I love Royal Bosom, but no account for taste. I do apologize. I don't, I just. Check out Black and White Night. It's on the iPad at the moment. It's from the mid 80s, just before he died, actually. And you've got the likes of Bruce Springsteen oh, organised with Elvis Costello, yeah, Katie Lang. That's a great concert. Big old special. Yeah. Right, you got 5830. What's coming up? Well, we're getting a bit spooky on the show this yes, morning. Man. I'm keeping my, um, my mind open, or an open mind about it, although boring sceptical. We have a home healer on. If things are going missing or walk about in your home, she spoke to one client who was completely freaked out. She came down one morning and there was a paintbrush with dried red paint on it, not there the night before. Oh, yeah. What do you do? You don't suspect the handyman has left it behind. You go for a home healer. So she's on the program. She's on the program. And also, um, we're speaking of a company that has divided planet Earth up into, you may have heard of this, 57 trillion three meter by three meter squares, and they've named them all. Oh. It's called What Three Words, and the idea behind it is, and the British police are now using it, you can find out by downloading that for free, if you're a member of the public, free, companies get charged, and you say, get onto these, I'm at what epic yeah. tragedy, or whatever the words are, and they can pinpoint you I exactly. Mean, it sounds great. Paul Ross up next, this is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. 